Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic University podcast, the podcast where we have gone through all of the movies in the Marvel Cinematic Universe leading up to Avengers Infinity War. I am one of your co-hosts for today, Canton III. This is the pre-Infinity War pod where we give takes, go through the movie, predictions, awards, and more. So, we have an esteemed panel joining us. First, the super producer, the anatomy analyzer, the sordid buff that he is, 1J Christie. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you for that intro. No problem. The moonwalking maven, the video editing (laughs) titan, Spidey's guy in the chair, Jerome Chang. What's happening? I'm overwhelmed. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. The Marvel enthusiast whose rankings bring terror across the nine realms. One, Sean Hedosalis. Hello, everybody. Let's get this going. <laughs> he hates mid-credit scenes more than I hate Iron Man 3. Our honorary guardian, McKay Giller. What's happening? Hey, everybody. I'm glad that's my claim to fame. <laughs> The king of rants, somewhere off LSD or whatever drug he can find for the day. The legend, Jimmer, Jimerson, what's up? Just pounding coffee and ready to tear up Thanos. (laughs) (laughs) The smooth-talking soldier, the hero with the voice to make Barry White cry. Will Brown for Bahrain. Will, what's happening? What's good? Jeez. Excellent, excellent, of course, and for Mariano Bivens will join us at some point, and I'll, I will give him his intro, but for now, the last and final member of this team, she is the Avenger of Iron Man 3, with the takes that are scorching and great besides Iron Man 3, the heroine herself, <laughs> Nitz, what's good? What the fuck, dude? That's <laughs> 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 how we get it started? How <laughs> close? Come on, it's a bit that's not a bit. <laughs> I'm hella hyped. I'm hyped. I'm hyped. All right, so, so Infinity War is nearly upon us. We've been all been waiting for this movie for so long, so excited to get into every little detail, every little aspect. But we have to start off with a rant from, from one Jimmer. He has some thoughts on Thanos, the villain in this movie. So, Jimmer, I offer you the floor. All right, so in full disclosure, back when I collected comics, I was definitely like a mutants guy, and I was very X-Men-centric. But I, well, one of the last comics I collected was actually the Infinity Gauntlet series. So like from the beginning of uh, the hints at the Infinity Stones, I knew where all of this was going. And I've been living in terror for like a decade of how bad I think this is going to go. Because in general, I don't like really, really, really super powerful heroes or villains because they, I think it's very, very difficult to tell a compelling story about someone who's super overpowered. It's possible. I mean, the Sandman comics were excellent. Uh, Dr. Manhattan is excellent in uh, The Watchmen. The Legion TV show, not the comic, the TV show was excellent. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, uh, in order to fight these superheroes or villains, either they have some really gimmicky weakness that's awful, the most famous being Kryptonite, which is literally synonym for gimmicky weakness. And, or it's some sort of weird abstract fight that you can't understand and it's all weird and it's these super cosmic powers doing battle like Galacticus doing weird shit. Or um, in the movies, you can see like two of the worst movies had these types of 
overpowered, uninteresting creatures. Dormammu and Doctor Strange and the planet Ego in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. And those types of heroes, like, it's, it becomes so difficult to tell anything interesting about them because they're just too powerful. So you have to beat them with bullshit. And it's just not compelling. Thanos is one of the biggest, most powerful, most awful kinds of these heroes that all of the stories about him, like when he's defeated, it's always gimmicky and always awful. And I, and I really dislike his type of character to begin with. And that would be bad enough if point two, he wasn't a effing ripoff of Darkseid, one of the most <laughs> iconic uh, heroes or villains in DC, who I don't even like to begin with either because he's the same kind of villain. And, this isn't me just making that up. I, I have some evidence here. Uh, Jim Starlin, the creator of Thanos, an interview with John Cook. Jack Kirby had done the new gods. I'm going to add parenthetically here. Jack Kirby is who you guys think Stan Lee is. He's the actual guy who created all your favorite heroes. Stan Lee just took all the credit for him and really screwed him over. Parenthetically. Uh, which I thought was terrific. He was over at Jack Kirby was over at DC at the time. I came up with some things that were inspired by the new gods. If you, uh, you'd think that Thanos was inspired by Darkseid, but that was not the case when I showed up. My first Thanos drawings, he looked like, if he looked like anybody, he looked like Metron. Uh, who's this guy in the chair who I don't even know about? I had all these different gods and things I wanted to do with them, which became Thanos and the Titans. Roy, his editor, took one look at the guy in the Metron-like chair and said, beef him up. If you're going to steal any one of the new gods, at least rip off Darkseid, the really good one. That's a quote from the editor of the comic. <laughs> intentionally ripped off Darkseid. So here's what I fear. Like in a couple of years, if DC, the DC Cinematic Universe ever gets their act together, they're going to bring out Darkseid, like their biggest villain, and everyone's going to clown it because it's they're going to think it's a Thanos ripoff, and it's just not the case. <laughs> they're going to clown it because it's the DC. Nah, If they clown it, it's because it's made by the DC studios, man. Probably. I'm just like well, I mean, prefacing that. Planet. Granted, like, they probably won't even make it that far because they've been such a horrible disappointment. But like... It just, I, I'm very, very nervous that the ultimate goal of all these movies, everything mm -hmm. leading up to this, is a hero that I just fundamentally dislike and is fundamentally a ripoff to begin with. It just makes me mad. And he ripped off Kirby, which is like the sore spot of me. Like, I, I've mentioned this before. Every time I see Stan Lee in one of these cameos, it just rips me out of the movie because I dislike him so much. Because he exploited and ripped off artists who actually did the creating so much in Marvel, and he's, he's such an odious creature that every time I see him, it like everyone loves him so much, and it just pops me out of the movie every single time. And like, this is like the, the ultimate villain of all of this is a complete rip, another ripoff of Kirby, another slap in Kirby's face, and just galls me as a comic fan. And my the only thing I'm hoping for, and the only thing that I think really could save Thanos being overpowerful is the fact that he's just going to slaughter a bunch of people. And in comics, like when heroes die, they don't really die because they all come back. But in the Marvel mm -hmm. Cinematic Universe, like heroes are going to die and they'll be dead. And that's actually, I think, I, I had, had way up over the comics. So I suppose if Thanos is brutal enough, he can make up for the fact that the story will be something we can understand why he's defeated. But Sorry. Okay. Go on. No, no. Uh, uh, that's that's interesting. So I guess we'll start. We'll kind of start there. Like, uh, my one follow-up question. Yeah. Go so, ahead. So, how many times are you going to see the film, Jimmer? <laughs> <laughs> I'll see it definitely in the theater for sure. Can right. I give a response? <laughs> Hit it, Jake. 
nerd. I'm kidding. I'm on this podcast. <laughs> I'm on this podcast. I can't do that. No, I can't listen. do that. I make this podcast. <laughs> it's incredibly like comic nerd, like like super nitpicky rant. But like, like I've man, said this before, I no, like this podcast because I listen, don't feel that was great. But yeah, yeah. Half of that job, I did Kimmer. not know. But yeah. also, <laughs> like, I just want to see Thanos smash some shit. Yes. So yeah. like, yeah. Well, and as long as he does that effectively, like, it'll be. I, I think it'll be okay. I think you gotta be... contracts yeah. are up. People gonna die. Yep. Well, in in all of the movies, we have the fairy tale ending. Uh, Iron Man doesn't kill, uh, or Captain America doesn't kill Iron Man at the end of Civil War. Thor survives Ragnarok, and so do his people. And in mm-hmm. all of these movies, the good guys end up winning. Obviously, so this introduction to Thanos is really. Just like Nit said, people are going to die, and contracts are up. Yes, everybody knows that in the real world, but but in this comic world, like this is the end of an era per se. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also, on that point, in terms of like they all kind of survive the end bullshit. I really dug what you said in terms of like yeah, they defeat it with some kind of gimmicky like the what was it? Yeah. He defeated Ego with the love for his mother. Which is yeah. cool. I got it. That's how yeah. I excused it. Yeah. I know that I went into that, but it's so cheesy, man. So, like, if so they're going to defeat Thanos, it needs to be some, like, additions of new heroes, which I think is what Marvel's going to do because they're going to drag this out. Like, it's not going to end with, it's not going to end here. People are going to die, but it's not over, I think. I, I also like yeah, the I mean, idea. Oh, go ahead. No, no, you go. You go. I've, I also I've, like the idea that, uh, with each of these, at least for some of the heroes, every time they overcome, they, seem to just barely make it past like thor loses an eye captain america is a fugitive iron man is repeatedly traumatized to the point that i just feel he's just a fragile mess i uh, it's they're all they've been at their breaking point for a while now it feels like and it just i feel like thanos is just gonna rip shit up everyone except for doctor strange because that was a bullshit character development movie but that's just my thing <laughs> no, no no it's true it's true it's true yeah what, yeah, what i think point. thanos is gonna be in this uh, is what like these super powerful characters are in the comics? I think because in the comics, like you have these characters like Franklin Richards, who's the kid of the Fantastic Four, who's basically God, and like you can't tell a story about God, who's like mm. someone who can just manipulate the the universe. Well, not with what him they as the hero, for, at least. <laughs> what they what they use him for is resetting the Marvel universe because the writers have written themselves into these terrible corners so that he just right. like wipes the slate clean and does it anew. And I think that's what's that's what Thanos is going to do for the the MCU is just wipe a bunch of characters that they've they need to exit mm-hmm. out of the universe for yeah. contractual. Yeah. yeah, I see that. He'll be the he'll be the god in the machine for the Marvel universe like these characters always are. But like, right. the, like in- the Infinity Gauntlet, if he actually completes that, he's basically like all powerful. Like, how do you defeat that? Some BS gimmick is what it's going to be, and it's going to make mm-hmm. me so. Angry. Or, or <laughs> what? What I would say is, uh, maybe one Captain Marvel will show up next year in Avengers Four and and save the day. So that's, I mean, you, that's a possibility that could happen. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Yo, ruining the notes that I had for the show. Good lord, <laughs> like eight notes that I had. We went through eighteen <laughs> pods, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, man. So there's so much there's so much information and so much ways that we can dissect uh, what's going to happen. So let's go into like a quick kind of like things that we want to see, maybe like a top two or three that we may want to see in this movie. Uh, Sean, since you have a lot of notes, go ahead. 
Well, one thing that I want to see is I want to see if they'll they'll follow some of the storylines in the comic books where Thanos snaps the Hulk's back. Because we know the Thanos... No, spoil alert. Don't spoil it for the people who haven't read the comic. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that's one... No, he can. He can. You can. Because I also don't think they're going to do that. No, 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 no. No, no, he can't. I also don't think they're going to follow the comics at all, to be honest with you. I say that because how, how dark will these death scenes of some heroes that we know will die how how graphic right. will they be uh because in the comics they are pretty bad uh so how close to the edge of this is rated pg-13 correct yes it is i think so yeah, yeah. so how close to that line are they gonna push it to where it could have easily gone to rated r which would have been mm-hmm. awesome and better in my opinion um that would be that would be one of my questions is how close to that line of this is something that really terrible that has hap- that that's going to happen. Are they going to do the thing where the, they shoot the the evil guy's face while he performs his action? How close to that line are they going to get? And that that excites me going into this movie. Well, anybody who wants to jump in, go be, feel free. This is a free flow. Well, I, I was just going to say that I actually don't. I just want to say I don't think they're going to follow anything really from the comics, precisely because people are expecting that. Like, mm-hmm. and they also really haven't that much in the past. Like, they've almost True. always diverged from the comics. And I don't want them to, per se, because I think that what works for the comics worked for the comics, not uh, this, like, MCU. Because since they, like, the MCU is such a patchwork of different comic influences and story decisions, I wouldn't want them to do the same moves that they did in the comics because mm-hmm. those are different characters. You know what I mean? They've yeah. had different moments. Yeah. Um, I also don't think that I, I would put Hulk very low on the rankings of people who are going to die just because. Mm-hmm. Uh, why? Because I. What? <laughs> Nothing. Go ahead. Oh. Uh, I mean, if you have a reason why you think he's going to die, I but I think it's because I think because Marvel. Because I have always come from stuff to things from like the real world outside perspective. I think right. that Marvel got a positive response to the way that Hulk was in Thor Ragnarok. And I think if Mark Ruffalo is willing to do it, I don't think that they would cut off that character. Because I think yeah, they just right. basically reinvented him. Uh, I think, okay, in terms of like people that Marvel would want to keep around the most in terms of like money success, mm. it's still going to be like Robert Downey Jr. and the most improved, which I'm sure we'll get into, Thor. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I think... Yep. I personally think they should kill the Hulk because that makes the most impact in terms of... I've talked about sure. this a lot. Like yeah, The Hulk yeah. is the strongest, strongest Avenger. Avenger. Kill yeah. the Hulk. Like That's the only thing. The Hulk tried to kill himself, man. He put a bullet through his mouth and he couldn't... He like cannot die. Thanos mm-hmm. kills him and it's like, well, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, damn, It sends the biggest statement. Mm-hmm. Um, I think... I know Black Panther isn't dying. That's what I well, know. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, he's not Black yeah, Panther. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, is Ant Man even in this movie? No. Like, I, think so. I know that he's not dying because he has another one right after, but I don't know if he's yeah. even. See, I think he's not. Think he's, he's not credit. Yeah, it hasn't been confirmed. I know for a fact that he's heavily involved in Avengers 4. So um, right. he may not show up in this one, and maybe Ant Man and the Wasp will kind of. Uh, give the backstory for him leading into what his role is going to be going forward. So that yeah. should be interesting. He's also yeah. he's also not technically in any of the marketing, but he's Ant Man, so he could be in all of the marketing because he That's could just be Chinese. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. you never know, you know. Yeah, Jesus, true. that was like a real life pun type situation. 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna ignore that like really hard. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? That's fair. That's how most people deal with me. Uh, <laughs> um, I think in terms of looking forward to it, uh, just coming from a perspective of someone who doesn't know as much or really anything about the comics, I'm excited to learn about Thanos. I mean, yeah, because because mm-hmm. he's this ominous figure that uh, has existed in basically cameos throughout, but you you really hear more about him through other people than him himself. So I kind of want to just see what exactly is his like rationale for all of this is, why he's doing all of it. I think they're going to go pretty deep into the backstory. I think that's one thing I read about the Russo brothers when they were talking about the film. So that's really exciting uh, for me to find out. Um, but then outside of that, I think um, it hasn't come out yet by the time we're recording this, but you... Have, if you heard me on any of the pods that feature Spider-Man, I'm just super stoked to see what the next iteration of Spider-Man is uh, in this upcoming film. Uh, Iron Spider, I, I'm hoping. <laughs> I also, the Iron Spider suit at the end of Homecoming, like, I, like, made a, a noise in, in yeah. the theater. And had to, like, <laughs> put it on I got so excited. Um, yes. But I also think that, like, one of the problems in the MCU and a lot of the movies is like weak villains. And I think a lot of it's, they're not given time to develop mm-hmm. yeah. because we have to have all these boring exposition about the main characters. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of the movies that have the strongest villains are the ones where we don't have like a lot of character exposition, which gives me hope that infinity war will be good since we don't need any like introduction to these characters and that Thanos could be an interesting character since he's the only like new ish character to the story. You know, right, we don't need right. to like, have some bullshit origin story because for like any of the heroes because we all know them and like movies like spider-man homecoming and black panther which have really strong villains don't have origin stories and i think that's part of why they have strong villains so i think i i think i i am hopeful that there's at least a chance um yeah how how about how about yeah how about you nits what you what you got what you looking (laughs) forward to um i mean that's kind of what i'm hyped for too is you know, they've spent, this started in 2008, so it's been 10 years. They spent all this time developing all of these characters, minus Doctor Strange, um, to the <laughs> point that, sorry, I'm like still heated about it. Um, great movie, though. Not second worst movie of all time, whoever the shit said that. So, <laughs> more or less. <laughs> um, shade, no shade. Dude. He's a solid dude. <laughs> no shade. I'm excited to see just a dope ass movie. I really yes. want to learn more yes. about yeah. Thanos. Yes. I've like obviously read up about it and like what happened in the comics specifically, but I assume that they're going to deviate away from that. So seeing how they frame why Thanos, like the whole thing about him, that's going to be dope as hell. And what they've done, I can't, which is a good movie for this. Uh, Age of Ultron, for example, I loved the villain. If And he didn't really have much of an origin story, but if they kind mm-hmm. of marry all of that shit they make the villain the most interesting character you're right they don't need to focus on everyone else and that is just going to make it so much crazier when he just fucking kills them all so yeah. that being said what i just want to know at this point is who dies okay right. well um someone worked the mute geez <laughs> <laughs> um i don't want tony to die I Sorry. know that he's probably going to. I don't want Cap to die. Ah, I want Cap to die. Cap bores mm-hmm. the hell out of me. I would almost put a 100% chance that Cap dies. Yeah, Cap right. dies. Well, yeah, because Captain Marvel, who becomes the new, whatever. If someone becomes the new Captain America, that's easy to me. I know that Robert Downey Jr., his contract is up. Like, it's all that real world shit that 
it's exactly like you said. It's different than the comics because they can come back. But with this, it's kind of like, no, they can't because their contracts are up. So this is just a good, like, clear out, kill them all, get ready for the next phase. But um, You mentioned about uh, Robert Downey Jr. Anthony was talking earlier about avoiding YouTube videos. I did catch one video where they were talking to the cast and they were talking about Robert, da- to t- Robert Downey Jr. about the film. And it, it hit me in that I think it was just the way it was shot or whatever the lighting was. It made him look so much older. And I was just like, this dude has aged so much over the time of this thing. Like, yeah. he is yeah. at the end of I mean, he run. started older than you think he did. He started yeah, in like yeah. his late 40s. Like yeah. Revival. yeah, 2008, Robert Downey Jr. was when he was coming back from all that shit. This was his, like, comeback. Yeah, he yeah. was old. Second, yeah, he was old enough prime. already. I know. And it's yeah. just... But, I mean, just seeing that interview and seeing how he looked there, it was just like, holy... He's at the end of this. Like, it yeah. feels... Like, how much more can he do? I also think that, um, like... There's a famous, like, a really publicized interview where Chris Evans said that he'd be done after Avengers 4. And I think, I don't remember who it was. I think it might have been Jason Concepcion of The Ringer, who was like, they're not going to let him tell the truth. So, like, clearly he's, like, it's likely he'd die of this one because, like, they they don't want, uh, they don't want audience to go into Avengers 4 knowing he's going to die. So, like, the way to trick them would be to say that he's going to die in Avengers 4, but then he dies in this one. I don't know. It's just Chris Evans has not wanted to be a mainstream actor since, like, the MCU started. So, like, he had to be begged by Robert Downey Jr. to uh, to do the series in the first place. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah there was, like, done. a big announcement recently that, like, in March where Chris Evans said something like, Avengers 4 is the last one, which makes me think he's dying in this one. I also think, like, him and Tony would both, like, be good ones because I think their narrative arcs are pretty satisfying at yeah. this point. And I yeah. think, like killing them is really satisfying whereas like a lot of or satisfying is the wrong word but like you know it really earned. fulfills a lot of the promises so, of like it yeah earned earned is a do good you feel word. Like, like you have to kill them together or do you feel like you can get I away think, with killing just one no i think, I think you could get away well i, I actually think, think you could get away with killing just one because like in my in my estimation the way that i could see this going is i could see cap definitely dying but i can also see tony uh, getting to ride off into the sunset and retire. Yeah, and yeah. Bring it. yeah. I agree with I that see completely. There's a p- Captain America needs to be a martyr, but yeah. I think Tony could eventually like take a ancillary mm-hmm. role as an advisor. Maybe he gets crippled or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah that know, was a take I saw too. too much. I saw that take too that he steps back because he's old and becomes like the Nick Fury type. I, yeah. I mean, I think I, I can like thinking more about it. I can see that, but I think. Oddly enough, I'd be more satisfied if he and Cap die because I think, like, their stories are so intertwined yeah. uh-huh. that, like, it would be really satisfying for both of their stories to end at the same place because, like, they're by far the most connected characters mm-hmm. in the MCU. And, like, you know, the end of Civil War is, like, really ambiguous. There's a lot of really good ambiguity that I think both of them dying at the same time could, like, yeah. kind of put a nice little bow on. You know? it's a I think they said Age of dying, Ultron, right? they said, you know, like, it's like, what if we all go down? We do it together, right? Uh-huh. And yeah, to have that, that would be so poetic. Basically, it sounds like you want them to die in each other's arms. Yeah, I do. Robert Jr. and Chris to hold each other while they die. Yeah, Please. there's oh, definitely like, a Tumblr dedicated to that. <laughs> um, but as I was saying, uh, it's a given that Hawkeye's dying, right? No, well, I, think he must, I, I just don't. Think I don't he's even involved, know. Is right? he That's in true. this movie? Okay, but Loki, yeah, he, he is in this. He is in this Loki's movie. Dying I up for that sure. He has a dream. No, well, Hawkeye is such a throw. That, I forgot that he existed. 
Exactly. Like, hey, Jake, Jake, you know what's funny? That's a spoiler that's not a spoiler. That Loki is done in the first, like, ten minutes. Like, Why do you think so? I don't... I mean, because... Loki, like, kill off Loki. After Ragnarok, when he was just like, I'm gonna help you. I'm not gonna help you. It was so like teenage yeah. bullshit. And I'm like, I off him at this point. I think they off him because he because at the end for the first time in any movie at the end of Ragnarok he was at the end of the movie was on Thor's side and was good at the end of the movie. Yeah. So there his arc's done. The moment he can do that, then he's not useful yeah. anymore. But do you buy it? He was good because he wanted to lead people and he wanted to be that. like that. I think grand they wanted savior. you to. I think they definitely wanted you to think that he was. And I think they, and I think the easiest reasoning for why Loki's gonna die immediately is because he took the Tesseract, and obviously in the original Avengers, he was tasked by Thanos to invade Earth and control it, and then give him the Infinity Stone back, which he never did. And I don't think Thanos is the type of dude that's gonna let that shit go. So. I think he's going to be off in the beginning of the film, and I can't wait to see how they let that play out because that's gonna because I think it's gonna set them off um, in a very interesting way. And man, there's just so so many different aspects of this. Do uh, so I guess since we're already kind of into like some types of predictions, what's what what's like one major prediction that all of you will make? Uh, Jake, go ahead first. Um, I think that. Um, I, I would say that I think that my, my before before we start talking about it, my big prediction was that Tony doesn't die, but he stops being an Iron Man. That's a fair one. That's I agree a, a thousand percent. I but then who that. do you have dying? Uh, I have Cap, Hawkeye, and Loki at the very least. What about Vision? You don't think? Oh yeah, Vision's gotta die. Yeah, Vision's gotta yeah. die too, which is sad because. I uh, I really like. I was looking forward to making more jokes about his <laughs> and uh, Scarlet Witch's relationship. There's a great Rye. joke. There's a great tweet that I can't quote because I this podcast is not explicit. But I'll just I'll just, I'm just gonna say just it's look. not. You asked if the Vision had a dick in like two different podcasts. I said penis and uh, <laughs> that's a medical term. I, it's PG-13. It's P, no, it's, it's PG-13, and this joke is a hard R. But just uh, I'll I'll retweet it on my timeline when this podcast comes out. <laughs> All right, Jerome. What are, what are your what's your one prediction for this movie? Uh, hmm. I think Loki dying, but that's not even really like a hard prediction to make. I this is the thing for me. I actually like the idea of not thinking about what's going to happen in this film. I just kind of want to go in and take okay. it all in without the expectation whether created by myself or something I read elsewhere. Uh, I've watched all these films. I think I've <laughs> created my attachment to these characters in the films, and I kind of just want to let the Russo brothers take me wherever they want to take me with it. So I know it's a cop-out answer, but I just want to see what happens. I respect it. Will, what what you got? What you got in terms of pred- one prediction? Uh, I got Black Panther becoming the leader of the Avengers. That's a good one. I like that oh, idea. That is, that's good. That's good. That's a good one. Sean, how about you? I have uh, Thanos. Not Thanos doesn't obviously die. He he will be stopped in some kind of way, and I think it actually happens with uh, by the hand, uh, by the many hands, but the main ones being probably Gamora and the Nebula, knowing him the most and knowing his ins and outs of what maybe maybe his weakness i think and they will be the central point to the group overall that stops him eventually i think 
I think the the movie like a full probably, stop or like a speed bump. No, along like, the way. yeah, like a speed bump. Like I think yeah. they stop him from getting one of the last stones, but maybe in the post credit, there there's the tease of Thanos getting all of them and yada yada yada. But I think for I think the movie kind of ends ish with him being halted for a second until he completely takes over in another movie and kills everybody. Oh, that's interesting. All right, uh, Nitz, what, what's your what's your prediction? Uh, that was a really good one. I actually don't agree. I think he fucks shit up in this one, but we don't get mm. to him until Avengers Infinity War. Mainly because Ant-Man and oh. the Wasp, just based on the trailers, feels like it's going to be like not a messed up world, so I don't really know how they're like messing with that timeline I'm, necessarily. I'm really curious with that, yeah. Yeah. And Ooh, that's a good Captain- point. Captain like nothing Marvel. seems wrong. Yeah. yeah, everything seems fine. So I'm like, okay, is this a different timeline, perhaps? And then Captain Marvel is set in the past, right? Yeah. yeah. So they yeah. can technically get away with two movies that are a little bit off in yeah. terms of timing and then go directly into Avengers Infinity War when the world is still kind of in this big battle with space. So I mm-hmm. do think he fucks it up in this one, and then Marvel kind of gets away with these movies that make us wait for Avengers Infinity War. That's when Captain Marvel comes in. Um, maybe Adam, etc. I yeah. think my hot take is that Hulk dies. Okay. And then a take that I didn't consider that you guys said in terms of Loki dying. If that happens in the first like 10, 15 minutes, can you just imagine? Because like I'm going into this movie being like, I who's dying towards the end? Or who's dying towards <laughs> yeah. the middle end? And right. like, then you kind of yeah. see the fallout. If Thanos comes in and just like offs someone in those first 20 minutes... I'm gonna need like a minute. That's right. why they're gonna need like intermission. <laughs> I yeah, think I, that's I think why they would do it. That's, that would be so brilliant. Yo, Anthony, okay, I do have well, a prediction now. If you want me to throw one out, just yeah, go ahead, it. Jerome. Uh, just because I did, I think uh, it was the article that Sean sent out. I skimmed through it and I read, I think from there, how the Soul Stone manifests itself. The Soul Stone will appear with the death of Amer- Captain America. That's gonna be my prediction. Oh, mm, that's, that's a good, good. one. That's good. That's Damn. a good one. Go ahead, go ahead, go, go ahead, McKay. What's your prediction? Um, I think I think like a big death. I think there have to be multiple deaths because I think it's been kind of upsetting how there haven't really been any other than like Agent Coulson. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. But I think like, and I think at least one of them will be in the very beginning. And I, I, I would love for it to be Loki. I think Loki's the most overhyped character in the MCU, and I would love for them to kill <laughs> okay. him off, like, yeah. really early. That's an interesting well, let's, take. Let's, let's think about the what. Let's think, think about the teams that are together in the trailers. We obviously know that Thor ends up with the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. How does he get yep. there? More than likely, that means his ship was destroyed at the end of Thor Ragnarok, when it the, the post-credit, where it comes up on this big star destroyer type thing so more yep. than likely your prediction in loki being off like uh ac said before he didn't deliver the earth to thanos thanos isn't the nice guy that's gonna let that go down he and and in the trailers we see thor's huge hand holding hulk's head so is it is is does he get to loki through thor and what ha- what happens with these asgardians and everybody else on the ship Yo, and that's if, probably yeah. If he destroys the ship, I just I hadn't considered it, but if he destroys the ship with Korg on it, I might have to log out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if Korg dies, <laughs> you, you, uh, you, uh, you threw out the uh, reference to Star Destroyer. Is Thanos' Vader move going to be destroying Asgard? Like, is that his Alderaan move? 
Well, that's good. So well, yeah. Are they bringing oh, back Hella? Yeah. I don't know. That's a good question. Right? I don't know. Because that's... in the comics, Hella and Thanos are like intertwined as shit, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And death. Hella's whole thing was trying to kill Asgard. Asgard mm-hmm. is not a place. It's a people. Sorry. Yeah. Um, not to like <laughs> put a condescending tone on that line. Yeah. But um. But when I say Asgard in this case, I mean this like kill all the people on that ship. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. oh yeah, right, 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 yeah. So like does he do that for Hela? Mm. Right. That's a good point. That's because a good point. in all in all of these Thanos post trailers, mid credits kind of things, he's talking about death in a almost sexual nature where he's so enthralled with the idea of killing that just like Nit said, does he do this for the the love of this other woman and maybe that's an over uh, undertone to to death as a whole mm-hmm. well it seems to me that uh, you know according to some of the stuff that i've read from the russo brothers thanos thanos's idea of what he's trying to do is more of restoring balance to the universe it's almost like a in his own twisted view he believes that what he's doing is what's best for the universe so really so that so that yeah so yeah that's so disappointing i mean that's like that's every every villain is like i know how to bring you mortals peace best and it's like nah i would much rather he was like so hyped over this woman who just wanted to destroy everything that he was like i'm gonna do that for you mm-hmm. it's like right. it's just a fanatical situation yeah, there's no real it's, Every it's, villain, like Loki and Ego and all of them, are like, I know how to rule you best and restore order to like your bullshit. Nick, ah, you mentioned it earlier uh, when you, we, we were talking about how we want to get to know Thanos more. I do not want to find Thanos to be in any way sympathetic. That, like that, I know for sure. You don't right. want to be sympathetic towards Thanos, or you don't want Thanos. I don't to want be it, sympathetic. Like, I don't want to be sympathetic towards Thanos. I don't want like the like. He is just in what he believes. Like, I know we like that kind of hero who's so uh, sure that what he's doing is right. But I kind of mm-hmm. want just, like, this guy who is yeah. super powered who's just going to murder shit. Yeah. <laughs> I want some guy that's, like, messed up in the head with some totally backwards reasoning for why he's yeah. trying to rule everything. That, yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Oh, I. you know what? Let me get my prediction off since I haven't. Um, sure. So... Basically, I see the movie ending with everything lost. Everybody has lost. Uh, most of the Avengers, if not all of them, are dead. Now, some of these deaths, I know they said that some of these de- th- these deaths will, you know, not have a chance to turn back. But I have a feeling with the idea of the Time Stone being in play with Doctor Strange, um, mm-hmm. we seeing more. Uh, more different versions of uh, alleged multiverse uh, starting to take place because I believe that uh, the Russos talked about Avengers 4 certain technology is being used to go back to specific moments in time to I guess try and figure out different ways to either stop what's happening or or find a different way if Avengers 4 was about them like trying to stop Thanos from ever getting the Infinity Stones that would be actually that would be kind of ill yeah, so yeah. like, so in the comics, there's a version <laughs> of this. I think it's called a uh, Secret War, where yeah, right. Yeah, so like, so I could see, and uh, we've and there has been like spoilery photos of um of Captain America in his old suit and the Avengers Battle of New York for Avengers Four. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a chance that that storyline could take place. So if that's the case, 
we may see some people die and not be able to come back, but also there could be different versions of stuff happening. And mm-hmm. usually with this, when the Secret War happened, it opened up the multiverse. So we could see different versions of different characters and a lot of interesting scenarios come into play. Like, for instance, I was so mad at myself that I didn't get this off during the Spider-Man Homecoming pod. But I think one of the most important things... And it was so subtle that, of course, I forgot it again, is when we find out that Happy and Tony apparently sold the Avengers Tower. Who did they sell it to? Now, when we think about the comics and what what a big tower could mean in New York, uh, we could be talking about possibly the Fantastic Four at some point. So that's... Mm. That's something that um, is very interesting that they did very subtly that I didn't realize and uh, understand at the time. But now that I think about it, with all of this stuff, uh, with all of the potential of this stuff to happen, we could see different things. And of course, with the whole Fox scenario, with um, different characters being able to be integrated into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, we could see a whole different version of things going forward. So I would say that I think De- Thanos definitely wins. I think he definitely gets all of the Infinity Stones, and they lose, but they have to find a way in Avengers Four to and and try and to stop him from getting the Infinity Stones in the first place. And I think that would be so interesting to try and figure out who lives, who dies, and how everybody deals with all of these uh, different timelines and alternate realities. So, Well, actually, uh, Anthony, since you bring that up, I think it's a good time to bring up one of the fan questions that we uh, had thrown out. Um, yeah, go ahead. Uh, from Paul Biscaglia, Dervish World, he asked, uh, what character not currently present or in the pipeline, pipeline in the MCU would you like to see show up uh, in the movies? You kind of mentioned Fantastic Four. I thought, let's throw it around the panel over here. Uh, what characters that we know are not in the MCU either because they haven't been introduced yet or because of, uh, as we know, because of studio rights, um, would you like to see entered into the MCU? Um, I uh, want, and this is actually serious just because I love, mm-hmm. he was in a video game I played and I loved him a lot. I, this is not a, a Fox one that like we acquired, but mm-hmm. uh, I want Spider-Man to fight Mysterio in okay. a, uh, yeah. Just because if they play it like they played it in the Spider-Man 2 video game in which he's, like, really pathetic, I think yes. that would be great. Like, I mean, seriously, like, I would love that. Like, that's also, actually... I, li- I like that character existing in the Homecoming universe. Just, yeah, like, the way everything feels... looks there, I think it would be great. Because also, like, like when Anthony always talks about how he had, like, a red book of, like, Marvel stuff, I actually yeah. remember in one of my classes in, like, second grade, there was, like, a big book of Spider-Man, like, villains with, like, their bios. And so, yeah, all the characters I do... The only characters I know that haven't been introduced already are from that. And, yeah, I would like to see Mysterio um, mm-hmm. in MCU. Anyone else? Um, not a single one. Okay. Whoa! So, okay. That's a hot take. Wow. This is a hot take, but I'll tell you why, and I'll, like, change my mind in 2020 or 2019 when all of this is kind of over, when, like, we're moving on to Phase 4. Uh-huh. I'm really, really attached to these characters, and mm-hmm. I'm putting okay. a lot of trust mm-hmm. in Marvel transitioning me nicely into the next one with these okay. next four movies. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, at the fair. moment, I'm excited for none. But, okay. like, because well, it means you have to let go of these guys. I'm just, I trust that in 
like, I, oh, shit, 2019 is next year. I dressed <laughs> it in 2019. <laughs> I'll be very hyped for this next phase of, like, Marvel Cinematic Universe world, but just uh, not right now. Okay. Well, the one I, the one I have uh, is a question that I actually wrote down is, if Thanos ends up being stopped in a few movies down the road, who's the next villain to pop up? And the biggest one that could pop into my head would was Galactus, and the person that I would like to be introduced later down the road would be Silver Surfer, uh, because okay. then that gets, oh, okay. line, that gets in line with uh, Fantastic Four and a, a whole other universe that you can open up inside the Spider-Man Homecoming universe. Uh, even that would bring together this Phase Four, like like uh, Nietzsche just said. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, Anthony, I know you answered this question already. But I have, <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, so you might as well give yeah. us our answer now. Uh, no, well, well, actually, I have I have a different one now because I, well, what you call it, it's not necessarily different, but I'll just okay. kind of go more grand scale. Um, one of my favorite books that I've read recently was uh, X-Men versus Avengers, and it would be so cool to have that movie in the future because mm-hmm. it's like, in the in, so the, the in that you want the X-Men. Yeah, X-Men. I will yeah. I would love the X-Men in this group and I think it would be interesting because I want to explore more of a a Black Panther Storm relationship and they get married in the comics and they and they're kind of in this in the in this book so it's interest it's interesting from that standpoint and then of course wolverine is a huge part of it i don't know who they're going to get to play wolverine in the future but mm-hmm. um but yeah that the x-men is who i would like to see uh come in and uh be involved in in the marvel cinematic universe at, at one point or another i think that's such an interesting answer to give just because uh in terms of comic book characters the x-men have been kind of overexposed like they've been around for so long in just the overall look of comic book movies, but I really do want to see how it's tackled under the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like, I want it under that umbrella where... Well, so, Spider-Man yeah. had three iterations. This is the third yeah, exactly. one. Exactly. No, no, So sure. like, Yeah, yeah but um, at the same time, like, I don't know that I want the X-Men in the universe because there's so many more characters. Yeah. And, like, what I kind of that. dumb villain do you have to have, like, oh, shit, like, we got 79 people who have to fight this guy now, and, like, let's come up with some reason they can't kill him, like, they have to be, in order for, like, the X-Men to make sense, they'd have to kill, like, everybody in the MCU now, just because there's if, so many of them. Which is gonna happen, though. Yeah. That's interesting. If they yeah. were gonna well, introduce... If they're going to introduce the X-Men, I would need them to do it, like, one by one. It can't be, like, we found this, uh, this, facility, this like, academy in Westchester County, New York. I can't. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if just in a future movie they're just like, oh, my God, these X-Men exist. Just, like, out of nowhere. Like, well, right they're now they're enhanced, slowly, right? They're Is like, that what all... we call them? Yeah, yeah. they call yeah, them enhanced. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, so, so, just, like, so, so along, the, along the X-Men lines... I know it's slim to none, but I wouldn't mind seeing Bishop. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. Yes, that okay. one. Yeah, well, Bishop terms, is dope. In terms of what uh, you were saying about Avengers 4 uh, AC, that Bishop Cable, some sort of creation of uh, iteration of that would open the door to time travel. Let's try to stop this actually from happening in the first place. Because that's oh, what Bishop does. Yeah, that's what Bishop does in the the X Men uh, TV series. Right. Oh, Sean, if if that's the case, then we'll have uh, Josh Brolin playing two villain two villain slash anti heroes <laughs> at the same time. Yes. Which is so which is so funny. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So also oh, Jerome, since um, wait, isn't, you're wait, in... wait, isn't um, it, it Josh Brolin isn't playing Bishop, is he? 
No, he's no. playing Cable. He's playing oh. Cable. Oh, he's okay. playing Cable. Cable was mentioned. Yeah. I was about to say, because isn't Bishop in uh, Days of Future Past? He is. Okay. An, unknown, yeah. an unknown actor uh, playing... Uh, don't do my son Omar Sy like that. I mean, I don't know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, Omar. My bad, bro. Sorry, the man. other character I'd say... He's been hinted at, but like I really want Miles Morales at some point in the MCU. Yes, yes. Yeah. He has been hinted he's at, so I don't know if it fits, but he's been kind of set like, up already in uh, yeah. Homecoming anyway. Just, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, now that but you I, say I, that, I'm really excited. No, uh, go, go ahead, McKay. No, I'm just really excited about the idea of Miles Morales. Mm-hmm. Well, that and the, the, the you say that, and the idea that Thor has a uh, Thor that Hulk has a Korean lab that he's been working sets up the entire new hulk when the hulk dies because mm-hmm. in the comics the hulk has a protege who is a young korean boy who ends up being stronger and better than the Wait. original hulk and he kind of hold passes. up you're gonna give me another hulk <laughs> <laughs> no i'm like being this is a real question in the comics there really is another one in the comics down. there's another of everyone yes. Yeah, there's, that's yeah. that's basically. The there's case. a there's She-Hulk. Always... There's a Red Hulk. How do we it's... put me? How do we put me on the casting crew or whatever? Like, how do <laughs> now, I? Now, 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 I have to ask a question because I only know about this because of a podcast I listen to about it. Now, isn't it true that in like the new reboot of Korean Hulk, isn't there a comic where he teams up with Jeremy Lin? No. Yes, that was. Uh, Is the villain Carmelo on... Anthony? <laughs> his power is the I mean his power is he needs his touches. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Funny enough, I, I, I think we might have listened to the same podcast, but he, he uh, the the writer, um, and I can't remember uh, his name. He t- he does touch about p- trying to bring in Asian culture into the comics, and one of the characters that they brought in was Jeremy Lin because at the time, obviously, he was yeah uh, he was a huge mm-hmm. NBA star. So it, funny enough that I, I believe that is. That is true, but it, it's funny when they hint when they hint in Age of Ultron about this Korean workshop where Bruce Banner's been working. I was like, yes, we're getting all of we're getting all of the who's next in this. Like, uh, we we know it's either going to be it's either going to be Bucky or Sam who's going to be the new Captain America. Does Shuri end up being the new Iron Man? Who, who like so we are going to need a new iteration of these characters or uh, spinoffs of these characters. But so who are these next? I like be? the idea of Shuri being the new Iron. Man. I do. Yeah, person. she's rich and person. smart. Yes, she's she's good. She's set. Smarter. Well, well, in the comic, in the comic book, she actually becomes Black Panther herself mm-hmm. um, at at some point. So that'll be interesting how they manage that dynamic with uh, her and T'Challa continuing on in uh, future in uh, future movies as she continues to grow and continues to, you know, get more power and be the uh, queen of Wakanda as she is in the uh, comic book. So that should be interesting. Uh, Jerome, do you have another question? Sure. Uh, Let's actually look back. Uh, Dear friend of many pods, Trap Queen City, Lindsay E. had asked, uh, we've gone through all the movies, but if you've never seen the Marvel movies, which specific superhero movie would you recommend? And I think in this case, we could do uh, like which franchise um, would you recommend out of them? So if you're going to say Captain America, Iron Man, uh, I guess you could say the Avengers if you want, but what would you recommend? Uh, I would recommend watching, I would probably recommend watching Iron Man or the Avengers, Mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. depending on their thoughts, move on from there. Like, I, okay. I think those are the two that are probably the most accessible um, mm-hmm. and the the best ones that are accessible. I'm with you on uh, that. I think the only reason I wouldn't say Iron Man is because if I were to, like, 
to look at this question is if you were only going to watch one of them. Oh, okay, then the Avengers. I would so uh, yeah, obviously, mm-hmm. but I would say yeah. Captain America cuz Iron Man and again, Iron Man 3 is important within the grand context. As like a standalone superhero movie, no, it's more of a movie about some guy's mental health that you learn to care about as the movies progress. If mm-hmm. I were like only watch one franchise, it'd be Captain America cuz you're hitting the origin story, you're hitting uh, like the Hydra Nazi middle part, and then you've got Captain America uh-huh. Civil War, which is a crazy superhero movie with like the dynamic between him and another superhero. That's what I would suggest. If like we I weren't doing the point. Avengers. Mm-hmm. Would anybody throw out Spider-Man? Because I would. Yeah, there's like, only one right movie. now. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I would imagine if we were choosing just one, You and I'm thinking in the most literal sense of I am nobody. I'm somebody who's never actually heard of a superhero movie before. I want to go in for something funny. It's yeah, got action. It has something that does pull at your hearts, and it it establishes the backstory without doing the whole twenty minutes of the movie to start mm-hmm. off, where it's him getting bit by the spider and him finding his powers and all this. Yeah. So it already it, it does mm-hmm. that throughout the movie. Uh, well, Sean, uh, I love that you said that because by the time this pod comes out, our Spider-Man Homecoming uh, pod will be out, and guess who's our guest on that? Trap Queen City, Lindsay E. We brought her on for her first Marvel film, and that was the one we chose for her. Wow. Yeah. How about that? How about that? How about, th- it was a, how about it was that? It's a great episode. Yeah, <laughs> it was a great episode. Um, so, so I don't know, uh, Jerome, uh, the panel, are we ready to do some awards? Are we ready? Because yeah. yes. it's, a, it's a lengthy category. Drum roll. I'll get into it. Trump. Okay, yeah. Uh, this is, uh, I mean, for anyone who's on this pod, uh, we are all both basketball and Marvel fans. So I thought it would be only appropriate that we start doing some end of the season, or in this case, end of uh, all these phases leading up to Infinity War awards in the vein of NBA awards. So we have, uh, I had a number lined up that uh, I got everyone to look into. So I think everyone's prepared at this point. And I'm actually going to start with the MVP, just because I feel like this might not be such a hotly debated topic. So, Mm -hmm. Uh, going around, um, I think, uh, I think I'll just like leave it up to whoever would like to go first, but who is your MVP of the Marvel Cinematic Universe so far? Iron Man. Iron Man. Iron Man, Man, It's like even, yeah, it's gotta be Iron Man. Yeah, I feel like it is Iron Man. Yeah, Iron Man's the godfather of this, this universe. It all starts with him. This, this, it may end with him. Yeah. So, can anyone I, make an argument for anyone else? I at would all? say that I. I mean, I. I think that the Hulk is my favorite character. He's the most interesting. Same. Um, yeah. That's what I have listed down for favorite. But, but not what I was gonna MVP. say, I feel like that's like it's a different question, uh, not mm-hmm. to relitigate the Rachel Nichols. Well, sure, there be two awards, but uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Iron Man is definitely the most valuable player. Okay. All right. So yeah, that's uh, that's one I actually wanted to get out of the way just because I felt like it was an obvious choice. Uh, let's go to Coach of the Year, and in this case, Coach of the Year, uh, I have chosen much to I guess Jimmer's uh, um, to saying, but uh, he it's uh, based on Stan Lee, who I'm going to treat as the full coach of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, having appeared in every uh, movie. What is your favorite Stan Lee appearance in the Marvel Cinematic Universe so far? I'll take the Captain America Civil War yeah, Tony too. Stank uh, that's one. Me too. That's, that's I'm Tony the, Stank. Yeah. yeah. Any <laughs> other agree. ones? 
I agree, but I, I, have a, I have a short comment about the Stanley cameos. I think this should be the last one because That's a good point. what yeah. I don't want to happen <laughs> is I don't want him to die and then to be like, oh, this is the first movie that doesn't have one because he's dead. Or like, yeah. or like yeah. for the movie to come out after he dies and be like, oh, he just died. You know, like yeah. end it now so that you end it on your terms. You know what I mean? Like retire mm-hmm. on your terms. Yeah. <laughs> Rush. My personal right. favorite. Um, any about. Oh. Any oppositions to Civil War? Yeah, I, I like the one at the end of the Avengers. That's a good like one. That that's a, really good that's place, a good one. That one's a really good one. Yep. The other uh, one I would this. point to is, and it just comes down to the, the the sheer writing of it, is the one at the end of Ant Man where uh, Michael yes. Pena turns, or Michael Pena's friend turns to him and says, "Look at the girl I'm with. You know what I'm saying she's crazy, stupid, fine, right?" And the bartenders are all like, "Yeah, crazy, stupid, fine." Like that's, I that's did enjoy one. that one. Yeah, that uh, was a good one too. That goes into the all things are better when someone else reads Stanley's lines. Shouts again to DJ Christie. <laughs> uh, Will, did you get to say what, what's your favorite Stanley cameo? Oh, yeah. My, mine was Ant-Man. Okay. Mine all right. Was Ant-Man, easy. Oh. All right. All right. Catch Will on our I know I, I knew I liked Will. <laughs> Wait. Does everyone agree with that coach of the year, though? Well, no. His no, pl- well, the we coach the of the year was that he he translated every award into a fake award, and his version of coach of the year was the he's assuming Stanley is the coach. What is the best cameo equals coach of the year? Tell you. Yes. All right. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So moving on, uh, we're gonna go to six men. Uh, we've been doing this in every single one of our pods. Uh, I'm going to treat our six men as our best non superhero character. Good call. In the Marvel universe. So who is your best? Uh, six. Who is your sixth man of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, aka best non-superhero? So I think we can mix it around a little bit in the sense of if they're not the main superhero in their film, is that fair to say? Uh, but also, can, can I actually can I actually make it that because you've put in the description that villains count in this? Can we separate that? Can we do best villain and best non-superhero sure, character? Sure, one hundred percent. Okay, good. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, so <laughs> non-villain then. Okay, so who do we have around here? Agent uh, Coulson. Coulson. Okay. Uh, that's what I was gonna say. That's a fair point. I was gonna say Agent Thirteen um, in in Emily Van Camp's version of it in uh, both Captain America: Civil War and uh, mm. Winter Soldier. Yeah, I'm a Coulson per, uh, person too. Coulson's yeah. my guy. Well, because if Iron Man started all of it, wouldn't true. have really happened without That's Coulson true. and the Avengers. Um, mm-hmm. I would say, I mean, like the my favorite side character. Like just from an enjoyment standpoint, is probably Korg, but okay. uh, I think honestly, <laughs> I love Korg. Okay. I love okay. Korg love so it. much. He, he really yes. rides Korg. He's so funny. Yeah. Korg is so <laughs> fucking funny. But the yeah. my actual answer is in terms of just performance, uh, because I think this character blew me away. Shuri would be my favorite. Shuri's a great oh, a good one. I like Shuri okay. too. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, my favorite uh, in the vein of Korg. Uh, I got Luis from Ant-Man. Oh, <laughs> yes. He's incredible. That's my dude right there. Yeah. <laughs> That's a fair I, I one, too. I actually have it written down in my notes as Luis fucked the world. <laughs> oh. He puts up, like, oh. 70 off the bench in that movie. Oh. <laughs> yeah, basically. Okay. Um, next... So so, okay, so, so, so now I know, I know he's going to get lost in this <laughs> pod, but my six-man uh, that's non-villain has to be Nick Fury. Hey, thank you. I was surprised no one took him. Yeah. Um, well, actually, since you mentioned it, uh, Nitz, uh, what I use in case 
in the uh, replacement for coach of the year because I had my Stan Lee coach is executive of the year. So in this case, it's the person <laughs> that runs uh, best team. Um, so essentially, the uh, guideline is they have to be running a team. So you can say who the executive is and what team they run. Um, I guess we have Nick Fury up there. What other titles do we have? What are the names? Uh, Hawkeye doesn't run the team. Okay. But he's no. like executive assistant of the year. I can't really. Okay. Secretary of the year. Secretary of the year. Tommy Lee Jones' character in the first Captain America would count, but I wouldn't That's pick true. him. Um, okay. Well, wouldn't Star Lord be? He would Star Lord for the executive. Yes. Of, he the, uh, of the Guardians. I yes, still, I think that yeah. I think Nick Fury wins it running away, though. No, he does. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. No. Yeah, absolutely. No, you, no? you got to think about this. When, when you're talking about oh, our our back. star our Star Lord and Savior, now when you think about it, in that first Guardians, you know he has the core four, you know mm-hmm. Gamora, Drax, Rocket, and Groot, and then he just finds people who can help him defeat whoever. So he's like, all right, we can use the Nova Corps. Let's get the Nova Corps to help us out. Then mm-hmm. in the second one, let's get Yondu. And then Nebula joins indirectly, and he's just grabbing people off the streets and saying, hey, let's beat this villain. So he's basically picking people up in free agency and, and winning <laughs> these battles. Um, also, to uh, Will's point, if we wanted to say, like in basketball, we always throw in the rings argument, they grab themselves an Infinity Stone, y'all. As a yeah, team, they did. Yeah, Thanks they did. Star Lord. They sure did. Yeah. yeah. Um. I honestly, just because I want to mention it, uh, Thor for the Revengers. Uh, I'm yep. a big fan of it. Revengers. <laughs> Jake, 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 just put it. Revengers in in, in in the here just for. Just I was. For... I mean, I was going to, but I definitely will now. <laughs> <laughs> also, wait. I, let's not for for six man. Like it's yeah. It's debatable if she's a superhero or not, but like Valkyrie is a great character in oh, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, I just want to mention Valkyrie. Is. Yes, she is fantastic. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, oh wait. Oh wait. Hold on. I didn't even get my executive. Um, I'm going. I'm going with Black Panther for Wakanda because nice. he wasn't. He was. He was a champion. Went through some infighting and internal strife, but Did found redemption. Really- did he and, champion though? Does anyone want to go for Killmonger? He was a champion because he was. <laughs> he, he kind of yeah, I got by... I got Killmonger then. He yeah. was a champion who lost and got the thing and got the found redemption and got the team back to prominence. A true leader. Killmonger Ooh. technically is still the true king of Wakanda. Wait, how? How? Yeah, he did. Man. He did. How? He lost. He lost, bro. He's dead. Yeah, he Killmonger. Our, our Black Panther never uh, never gave up or died. So he I never won the fight. Yeah, he I didn't, didn't die. Yield. He never yielded, Sean. Remember that. So, uh, I feel like the, I feel like that 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 whole thing is like about as contentious as the 2000 election. Like it's like, oh my did he technically <laughs> yield? <laughs> we need a recount on that one for sure. That's true. All right. Uh, oh, are we, we good it? on executive of the year? Yeah, let's do villains. Because we did villains. Okay, who is your favorite right. villain in the Marvel Cinematic okay, Universe? Villain, let's start with Jake, since uh, he did help separate this one. For okay, us. that. I just want to give a take off because I was actually was hoping to go later because I want to get a take off. But mm-hmm. and uh, I don't watch the I, I watch the I don't watch the network television shows of Marvel, but I do watch yeah. the Netflix ones because those are canonical. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to pick him, but I just want to say I think that Kilgrave and Jessica Jones is better than any villain in the MCU. Um, oh, 100%. And you're probably right. I think, I think it's even hard to argue because I feel like there's not really that many good villains in the MCU. I would say mm-hmm. I'd probably go with Killmonger as my favorite with a close second to probably Hela just because she's like badass and uh, <laughs> awesome. Okay. Anyone else? TV universe takes. Damn. Um, no, I don't watch Ace of the Shield, but that's not canonical. I mean, uh, we know how I feel about it. Now, I'm as long as we Killmonger. don't touch, touch Agents of Shield, we're okay. Yes, less. Um, I like Killmonger um, and Ultron. I just felt in terms of like the performance, if we're really going for yes. that, and he, you know. But you're right. All of the villains in general are pretty weak. Like you can mm-hmm. beat them yeah. very easily, which is pretty disappointing. I think Vulture is pretty good too. I think like yes. Vulture yeah, is strong here. Vul- yes. villain, but yeah. if if we include the TV universe, it's Kilgrave, like no questions asked. Like I think he's like mm-hmm. the best well, villain I've ever seen. Yeah, and, and any, to be honest, in any superhero thing ever, he's actually a second behind Heath Leathers, the Joker, but that's it. But it's like close. Yeah, it's, it's not, hard it's not to far. Argue. That's one's hard to argue as far as Kilgrave is concerned. Um, for me, I'm gonna go with Hella because I I just loved. How she just fucked up Ragnar, uh, the, uh, Asgard, and everything. So I thought it was dope. And if I wanted to go like uh, uh, an honorable mention, I would probably say I really liked Vulture because that okay. scene with Peter in the car was like one of the best and chilling scenes as a as a villain to to a hero that I think we've seen in That's the MCU. That's my favorite non-fight scene in the MCU. Yeah, yeah, that's one of the best for sure. One hundred percent agree. I think fatigue hurted him throughout this, but at his peak, Loki has to be in the conversation. Oh yeah, Loki. No, no. Well, Loki had some no. good points <laughs> at the beginning. He got he exhausted himself in Thor: The Dark World, and from there, it kind of it, 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 his performance kind of waned a little bit, and we didn't feel the same. But I thought in in the first Thor and Avengers, he he fit his role perfectly. No. He's a jealous no. teenager. Like, okay. we recognize yeah. that, right? Yeah. Even in the yeah. Avengers. He's Tumblr like, embodied. Yeah, he's, no, no, yes. That's a, that's a great take. I like that take a lot. That's a good take. He's good legit. One. No, he's, he's a teenager. He's moody. Ragnarok was the best kind of version of that where he went back and forth. I was annoyed with his, like, presence in some of these movies. So, okay. whatever. Pass. Now, right. now so, so the, thing about, the thing about Vulture that I liked, it was, it was two different villain things you had all right he's a villain for spider-man now think about if peter parker isn't a superhero and that's his girlfriend that's also a villain in regards to <laughs> this is yeah, my oh, girlfriend's yeah. father mm-hmm. yeah and, and and the best part about it i feel like this was michael keaton's you know f you to dc like yeah i was batman but <laughs> yeah. now i'm the vulture so i'm riding with marvel Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, I think like Jake and I had talked about this before. One of the most annoying things with Spider-Man is how he's like super connected to all his villains, and the way they did the connection in Homecoming was really good and led yeah. to like yeah. cool mm-hmm. drama. Well, because mm-hmm. I think whereas like that before, it's like ugh. the reason why he, Spider-Man is fighting the Vulture isn't because he's the girl he likes, Dad. It just so, it just so happens, and that just makes it yeah. awesome. Yeah. Well, the one I um, went with was I went way off the board in comparison to what y'all went, and I went with Alexander Pierce. And in, he was on my board. He was on my board. He's good. He's good. He's no, a, no, he should yeah, be on the board because in, we talked about this on the Cap Two Pod. Is when you think about what he, when he's, he's trying to bring order to a disordered society, 
Yes, it happens to be with super huge gunships, but in the in the most literal sense, he's trying to. And, and I know it's something that Nitz doesn't like. It's a it's a villain that hey, this I can bring order to the universe or or the world or whatever. But when you think about what he's trying to do in relation to what happened to him and his family, uh, it, it it it's one of those that tugs on the because tugs on the heartstrings with a, you know, in in a dark in a dark you know reality, maybe this would be be me. You know, would I do would I go to these extremes to save people that I love? Mm-hmm. I th- yeah, right. I think that that's a really good point. I I, I also think Robert Redford Whoa. is so good. That feels really real. Like, would I build <laughs> these gunships to save the people I love? Well, because, yeah, that's Whoa. the whole thing. It's like, if I had the ability to stop every bad person before they did bad things, would I? Exactly, And he yeah. sincerely thinks yeah. that he's doing that. Anyway. Yeah, definitely. Um, For more thoughts on that, please do tune in to our Captain America Winter <laughs> Soldier pod <laughs> featuring Sean Rosales. one of the best podcasts that we did in this this series. I mean, it's either that or Thor The Dark World. It's it, it was definitely... Like I said, it was the greatest hosting carry that uh, we us three had to do. Yeah, we definitely. <laughs> yeah, we we carried especially, the guests for sure. Especially with those damn rankings, man. Yeah. What are those move rankings? On, move on. Move on. Move on. <laughs> move on. Rookie of the year. Rookie of the year. Who does everybody got? Yeah. No, thank you. That's exactly. Yeah. Um. Rookie of the year. So just uh for context, rookie of the year. Uh, I'd say give me who you think your rookie of the year is, and also like basically what their first appearance was. So I I heard Spider Man. I'm guessing for Civil War. It has that, to be for Civil yes. War because he's rookie. Yeah. At okay. I mean, yeah. It's, it's uh, an incredible. Anyone opinion. got Hulk for Avengers? Yes, that's mine. Yeah, I got Did Hulk, you... Avengers, and Spidey Civil War for my two. Um, any other takes around the board? Yeah. I don't care what anybody. Uh, no, go ahead. Yeah, I don't care what anybody says. I love Rocket Raccoon. I will stand. Oh, for I Rocket love Rocket Raccoon. Raccoon oh yeah, Every, a lot of people love yeah. Rocket Raccoon. Yeah. So, yeah, but then they dropped off hella hard. So let's see. They We're talking about rookie, rookie year. I mean, about rookie year I mean that's a sophomore slump. We, that happens. Yes. <laughs> that's uh. But what, when he first came on the screen with Groot, I was, my wife and I just lit up. Like we mm-hmm. we found him so funny throughout the movie. Yes, and I I know he dropped off a little in Guardians too, but it's it's he was awesome in my opinion. All right, all right. Any other rookie of the years uh, on the board? I, well, I have. I have. Yeah, Oh, okay. That's a good that's one. A good yeah. solid yeah. one. That's a solid Falcon. one. That's I mean, he, he basically he basically put in a job application. You know, he, he basically <laughs> yeah. put in a job application for, for the Avengers. Came out there with 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 his old work clothes and basically yeah. helped Captain <laughs> nice. America. You know, a, save the, save the world from shy. He also lied on his resume by losing to Ant Man, but not telling anyone. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty funny. Uh, Nitz, uh, are you you going with the Hulk? I'm going with Spider-Man. But Spider-Man? I'm also, I got my little, like, I'm in Spider-Man Homecoming, not Captain America Civil War. I say that he kind of, okay. like, red-shirted that one. So you're going, with, base, you're going went, with MLB Rookie of the Year rules. <laughs> so he didn't, he didn't accrue his first year of service time. Until the next... It yeah, occurs okay, to me that... So this is your Ben Simmons take. Is what this is my Ben Simmons take. Yeah. Got it, okay. got it. I mean, I have Mitchell Rookie of the Year, but Simmons got to get it. But anyways, Spider. <laughs> yeah, all right. But in yeah, for, for me quickly, I'm going for the Hulk because so because it was it was the first movie that the the Hulk was in in the MCU. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Did you right. say the Hulk 2008? No, no, no I'm said th- Hulk Avengers. Oh. That's what I said. Oh, the the event. I was, I was talking about Sorry. the Avengers. Man, yeah, I was. Yes. 
Man, you stepped on the joke. You stepped on the joke. You dropped the joke. Yeah, Anthony, you did. Anthony, your mic cut out for a little bit. That's why. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Your mic cut out, and I came back to like, no, you didn't. I assumed that was the joke you were making, but yeah, I, yeah. Anyway. All right. All right. So let's move on to most improved. I think Nitz already threw out her choice in Thor as most improved in the MCU. Do we have any other? Well, unless it's another one, Nitz, is that? No, it's that, Thor. I mean, Thor. Okay. first Thor was kind of trash. Second Thor was trash. And Thor Ragnarok is one of my favorite movies. Are we talking MCU. about character or movies? I'm talking movies and character. I, meh. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, I agree. I, I would agree with your take. That it's yeah, Thor. it's a... Thor between I, I Thor left this open to say Thor whatever three. you want to. Yeah, yeah. Would anybody throw out Captain America? Because in the that's first a, one, that's he's so pick. wholesome. Oh, that's by, true. By the second one, he's ready to just say, you know what? Fuck everything. Yeah, and I, if there's such a my only thing is like is that more him. the movie than it is the character? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I also okay. I also think that difference is like going from good to great as opposed to like okay uh, yeah. to bad to great. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I also would throw an honorable mention because I mentioned on the Guardians Two Pod, I think yeah. Yondu is great, but he's not he's doesn't Yondu. play enough to uh That's yeah. what I was gonna say. That, that's mm-hmm. what I have written down, but I think Thor's probably a better take, but Yondu definitely yeah. like Movie to movie improvement. Just because he was he was such an afterthought, like really an afterthought in Guardians yeah. One, and then became like the only the the only character in Guardians Two that is consistently great in it. But yeah, I mm-hmm. mean Thor is such a classic mm-hmm. NBA pick for most improved because so often most improved is just because you had such a terrible year and then yes. you had to like come up. Well, no, Yondu not... would be better for that because usually it's that you don't get a lot of minutes and then the next year you get more minutes. That's a good, that's a good point too. I do mm. like that also. Also, I just want to point out that <laughs> Anthony, you did say we're all NBA fans and McKay is not, so I apologize if you're very confused, McKay. My, my oh, no, I, I, under, I understand <laughs> it. <enough. laughs> okay, don't out it's me a... like that, Jay. Sorry. <laughs> all right. Wow. Um, I was skating go... by. Jake is such a fed. He's such a fed. I, I absolutely am. Like, I, guys, don't trust me with any secrets. All right. So I'm going to go into game of the year. So this is not really like a typical uh, NBA award, but game of the year in this case is really what is your best battle. And I'm actually willing to go as far as saying verbal battle if you can figure out like a really good scene back and forth. But uh, there are so many good action scenes. I don't even know if you need to go that way. So mm. what was your best um battle or uh, conflict in the MCU? I have I'll one go, word. Go ahead, Jake. Elevator. That's I knew you have that. I knew you do it's, that. It's just, it, it's just, it's iconic, really. Yeah, like It's a really good scene. Yeah, so I don't even want to elaborate. Okay. Tune into uh, our podcast with an excellent guest, Sean Rosales. <laughs> Again, it's one of the best. And it brings in my <laughs> game of the year. It was the bridge bridge fight scene. Uh, between uh, Cap and the bad guys, which ends up leading to Cap versus Winter Soldier in the street. That is, that is one of the best fight scenes in all of the Marvel. Yeah, that's universe. a great one. Wow. Okay. Um, does anyone have Airport Battle Civil War at all? Yes. In there? Oh, no. Yes. Ooh, no. Yes. Okay. Okay. I actually. Sorry, I thought oh, and like you guys <laughs> give me no, give me your take. So I really like the scene. I just actually that one concerned me more for Infinity War because I was like, can they handle? this many people battling each other I actually thought it was oh. kind of cheesy whereas okay. the part where they had spider-man versus yeah no it was even when yeah. they were walking towards each other i was like yeah either you're like miles away or you should have already hit each other and yeah. just, just hit each other yeah. already yeah so yeah well so, i mean that's a that's a great point like that's how a really you, good point yeah how do you deal with so many 
big actors and characters on the same screen, this time fighting an evil uh, an evil entity now. Well, I actually they did a good job in Ultron, I, though. I have an answer. Yeah, they did. Carefully. Yeah, wait, I... I, okay. I no, think that's good. I, Jake just thinks, Jake said the dumb joke of carefully. It's not even good, Jake. Um, <laughs> I do it I every time. Anytime anyone asks a how question, I say that. Um, um, I actually think that part of the problem with the airport fight scene is the lack of stakes, and I think Thanos solves that problem because yeah, there are a lot of stakes. Mm-hmm. But in yeah, the airport yeah. fight scene, well, they're not trying to kill each other, and so it's like, oh, it's just kind of cheesy and kind of weird tonally, but like, I don't think yeah. you'll have that funny tone in the i don't think there will be humor in the fight scenes in in against thanos right but it's even like the action of it that kind of bothered me and you saw as soon as they kind of went to like the little pockets with spider-man versus uh falcon and who else was it uh winter soldier yeah Buggy all Buttons, of a sudden yeah. it was yeah. a great action scene and it was yeah, just that, that is that my favorite pocket. part of that whole thing yeah, yeah. Was, but just that little pocket but they can't necessarily do that with thanos right mm. so it's yeah, gonna I, be I don't know. okay we'll see i also have listed on here go ahead the other thing I'd say is I think a lot of the MCU suffers from way over-editing when it comes to fight scenes. And that's okay. part of... I, I like the ed, the elevator fight scene because it's not hev- too heavily edited, or at least it's followable. Really and I think yep. the airport fight scene is similar, where like the edits are... The cuts are to like typically different parts of the fight because it's so big, as opposed to like cuts in the same fight that make it impossible to know what's happening. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense? So I think like from a purely technical standpoint, the airport and the elevator fight scene are like very well done. Okay. How about New York um, Battle Avengers? Yeah. I just can't get over the damage. Okay. Watching it, I'm just like, oh my god, New York is destroyed. But well, at least for... they went into it in Spider-Man Homecoming. Mm-hmm. Right? They were like, okay, shit, now somebody has to clean this up. I really Civil, War, like... Civil War addressed that, too. And that's why I thought, for me, like... Just from an emotional resonance standpoint, if for me, the Avengers battle in New York is my favorite just because you see them team up for the first time and it's just mm-hmm. such an iconic moment. And, you know, everything. You have so many funny moments. You have um, Hulk punching Thor away. You have Hulk mm-hmm. uh, beating the crap out of Loki. Um, obviously, Iron Man sending the, the, the nuke into space. So many mm-hmm. so many good parts of that battle. So that's why that's that's my fight scene. Yeah, okay. and they took... Imagine, this is like when there weren't that many characters, or at least less than there are now. They took a massive, massive space of New York City and somehow made it work with like right. mm-hmm. a few characters where one of them is Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. So, it's just so, actually so a thought right now. A... Oh, go ahead, Will, please. Oh, it's now... When, when it comes to, I wasn't a big Thor guy, so when I watched that first Thor movie and saw the battle with the Ice Giants when he took the homies over there. Oh, that's yeah. a great battle. Uh, that, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's good. That's yeah. a fun battle. Yeah. That, that really stood out to me because it showed me what capabilities, you know, the MCU was going to give him. And that was just scratching the surface of, you yeah. know, his power. That's a good point. Um, I think the only one I have other one i have listed on here is i really enjoyed the prison escape from guardians of the galaxy mm-hmm. oh that was good too yeah oh, yeah good. yeah I, I don't need to go further into it like we talked about it on the pod but that's uh that's on my list okay uh moving on from there uh just because we've been talking about it on every single pod uh, i just want to hear what you have out there as one of or what couple of lines are your favorite from the mcu altogether so uh if anyone has any on deck please go right ahead and it's also giving Jake an opportunity to start doing some uh, fill-ins again. Thank you. Just FYI, one if you pick to... one from Black Panther, I won't be able to do it. Go. Of course. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow, really? Really? I can't. Jake, 
It's not. I, wow. I, the, the clips aren't on YouTube. They're not there yet. Oh, that is that the reason? Is that the reason, Jake? <laughs> yeah, it actually is. Yeah, yeah, that's the reason. <laughs> no, the, the one I wanted to point to. Was you can. The one I, from it, the... it just won't be put in. Right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the one. The, the my my favorite line that stuck with me through all these uh, has been the first, or uh, I guess it would be the second Thanos post credit where he gets the glove and he says, "Fine, I'll do it myself." And nice. that one stuck with me the entire time this is all going on. And it's all obviously led up to this, but that one was, it's so chilling because you see you, you see him and he gets the infinity gauntlet. I was like, yes, finally, <laughs> something's going to happen. Jake, what did we talk about last night? Oh, that I, I didn't want to say it, but I hate that line. I think that line's so cheesy. <laughs> like, I think it's just oh. like, it just, it just oozes with like, I don't mind post-credit scenes, but that one is just like, I don't know. I'm just I'm out on it, kinda. I think it's just yeah, cheesy. Because a... <laughs> like, do what yourself. I don't know. Like, I get that that's what you're supposed to ask, but like yeah. without that, I don't know. I I I guess just because I when I first saw it too, I really had no clue who Thanos was, and so I'm just like, okay, this guy's gonna do what himself. Uh, you know, I I don't know. I uh... I think to Jake's point, um, that that's one thing that hit me with Thanos post credit scenes because I don't know the guy, especially from the first Avengers. I just remember when he showed up, and I was just like, who is this? Like, is this good? Is this bad? Like, where he just turns his, over his shoulder. Um, so I was kind of unaffected, I remember, when I saw it the first time. I had to look him up after the fact. Yeah. Uh, any other lines I, around? I have yeah. my, Oh, never mind. It's you go. No, you can go. I was just saying, because I already mentioned it on a pod that this is my favorite line the whole MCU, and it's in a movie that I don't particularly like. But in Guardians 2, <clears> the... <throat> he hates ads. Angry. On anyone, not just himself. Angry. One minute you think someone has a weird shaped head, the next minute it's just because you realize part of that head is the hat. That's why you don't like hats? <laughs> I love that line so much. I really do. Like, that is, I still think about that line. It, it, yeah, it's my favorite line in uh, the whole MCU, uh, as much as All the right. movie's not that good. Yeah, for me, for me, um, it's it's Age of Ultron, Tony and Steve Rogers. Uh, Tony. Anybody remember? When I carried a nuke through a wormhole? No, it's never come up. Save no, New York? Never heard that. Recall that? A hostile alien army came charging through a hole in space. We're standing 300 feet below it. We're the Avengers. We can bust arms dealers all the live long day, but that up there, that's, that's the end game. How are you guys planning on beating that? Together. We'll lose. And we'll do that together, too. So it's, you know, mm -hmm. again, it's the whole theme of of what we're heading to. And I think it, that was crystallized in that uh, little exchange with uh, with uh, the, uh, Tony and Steve. So that that's mine. All right, uh, quick interject. I just want to say shout out to uh, Sean Rosales, who has to be uh, stepping out right now. Thanks, Sean, for being with us. Thank you, sir. Thank you, guys. Thank you Thanks, so much. Man. It's been a pleasure, and I can't wait to... Hear this whole thing put together. It's it's been a pleasure. Okay. All right, absolutely. Same here. All right, Nitz. Um, I agree with that take. That's a really good one, just because it does a really good job of a. Ultimately, no matter what, it's like about the guy up there in space. It's about the Avengers doing it together, and it's about the storyline between Cap and Iron Man. So that's just like a good. I it, it like encapsulates everything that the MCU has built so far in my mind. However, not yeah. my favorite line. I have two Hulk ones from the Avengers, mainly because I just feel like they're iconic. 
I remember them really well. Um, That's my secret, cat. I'm always angry. Classic. Oh, that's a great one. Such yeah. a classic, classic mic drop. And we have a Hulk. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I remember you liked it from the pod itself. Yes. We have a knit. We have a knit. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> 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 um, okay. Well, uh, just to continue my uh, ongoing path of being corny as hell, uh, my <laughs> favorite line comes from Spider Man Homecoming uh, Hannibal Burris as the gym teacher. Thank you, Captain. Pretty sure this guy's a war criminal now, but whatever. I have to show these videos. It's quiet by the state. Let's do it. Uh, <laughs> that one's so good. <laughs> one thing I, I didn't mention in it uh, on the pod, but one thing I think I really like about that is it's one of those places where you get to hear just a regular ass person talk about all the crazy shit that's going around. Him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, like in a way that it's not like all this, like it's not Tony Stark talking about everything that's happening. It's some gym teacher <laughs> like it's just some guy who like who and like just putting captain america in this like world of theirs and having like he is a war criminal now and like this guy exists in there it's anyway and also it's hilarious as hell um my other line uh just really sharing it just because uh it's my sum up of this whole experience uh it's luis um from ant-man going oh that was sublime bro <laughs> <laughs> and that was it um <laughs> yes well so, uh will so Okay, all right. So, so mine at, at the point in the movie, it, it was kind of calm. You know, he kind of came in. Jake, you're not going to be able to put this one in. But when he walks into the council, when Killmonger walks into the council and he's asking them over and over again, over and over again, ask who I am, mm -hmm. ask who I am, and mm -hmm. he says. <laughs> I found my daddy with panther claws in his chest. You ain't the son of a king, you are a son of a murderer. I'll try my hardest to get that, because I really do I love think, that line. That's oh, by the line. way, I, Jake, I think that one is on YouTube. Okay, I can nice. get that one then. Shouts to yeah. that. Yeah, yeah that, that really awesome. caught me off guard, because he was so calm. You uh, know, just, hey, ask, ask who I am. Just ask yeah. who I am. You thought he yeah, was going to be coy funny. about it, but he wasn't. He's right. just like, he comes guns blazing. Well, it's exactly. from that will, it goes like shortly after once everyone realizes who he is, he does go back to being coy and he's just like, Hey, auntie. Like that. Exactly. Yeah, man. Um, do we have any other lines around board? Okay. Or... I, I agree with like all of these. The hat one is excellent. And it's also from <laughs> Guardians 2, but it just made me cackle when I watched it. Is when it was, my, it was my favorite line when we did the pod, but when, it, when Tyler just goes, I'm going to make some weird shit. It made me laugh so hard. His delivery of it is perfect. It's so good. Anyway. All right. Awesome. Okay. So I actually got a couple takes. Um, Jimmer, who I think is he off, he's gone as well. Yeah, he's been gone. Yeah. All right. He's been gone. But uh, yeah, Jimmer, shout out also to him uh, for his uh, big Thanos rant. Um, so... I we this actually came from a question, but uh, I had this thrown out in here. Um, let me see if I can quickly pull that question. One sec. You know what? Okay, let's just say this is uh, our starting five to go up against Thanos. This is your all MCU team. Um, I we did get a question uh, while everyone's answering. I'll look up who it was just so I could credit them for a eight. Uh, person rotation but um just in the theme of basketball i wanted to be a starting five i know it's not enough to take on thanos but you got to bring up your uh top front um i'm just going to share the answers that we got from sean and jimmer first and foremost uh from sean his answers are 
Spider-Man, Vision, Iron Man, Cap, and Doctor Strange. And from Jimmer, we have the Sentry, the Hulk, Legion, Frank Richards, and Pray for Rain. He went into full-on <laughs> Marvel uh, universe. Uh, shouts to Jimmer and his deep, deep knowledge of the universe. Anyway, uh, whoever like would like to go first, please present your... I'm playing for the W. I want to okay, win. All right, I'm going Hulk. He's, like, indestructible, mm-hmm. mean. Thor, he's a god. Vision, he mm-hmm. has an infinity stone. And then these mm-hmm. last two, I'm not future of the characters. But I feel like, because no one's going to fight uh, Thanos and win. So I feel like you get Scarlet Witch, because she can, like, don't you know she can control things with her mind? And then Doctor Strange. <laughs> Whoa, you only did it for that line. You only did it for that line. What? I know you're chosen for that line. <laughs> and then Doctor Strange. Uh, okay. Shit, I feel like, dude. Yeah, I feel like that. I feel like that's a formidable team. <laughs> that okay, is, I'm not, I'm not yo, the accent. <laughs> Jake. That is the best take I think. Like I, you, you know what? You don't have like the worst takes on the planet, but that is the best take I think I've ever heard. Thank you. Out of this, that was great. The only person I would switch out is Gamora because she knows him, so she's got that's the fair. inside shit. That's fair. Okay. I, I could, I could be negotiated into that. I would, yeah, okay. I would switch her out for Scarlet Witch because she's a little bit too unstable. But... That's fair. I am thinking, I mean, I'm just thinking, like, if she gets powerful enough, she could, like, rip, possibly rip him apart. I don't know if that's something she can do, but... Mm, yeah, but Cosine. That was yeah. great. Um, I have the same list, except I think I took out Scarlet Witch for Iron Man just because I think you need someone to lead it, and he also has, like, infinite tech. That's fair. Uh, But, yeah, like, Hulk, Thor, Vision, Strange, Iron Man. That's my list. Yeah, uh, you can get else. Vision to lead. Yeah. Oh, that's that's a good point. That's Iron Man is mortal. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't put him in that lineup. I, I, yeah, no, you can convince me otherwise. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, who else is out there with him? Yeah, I'm, I'm going Doctor Strange, Hulk, Thor, uh, Iron Man, and Vision. Just uh, Iron Man needs to lead the crew with the tech, and the rest of them are either all super powerful or supernatural in some type of way. So. I would go yeah, I don't that. know why Sean picked Spider-Man. Spider-Man would get his shit split if he tried to do that. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, oh, I picked wow. Spider-Man as well. Just, Wait, just, so, just to defend him. question on that, actually, in terms of super powerful, what do we think happens with Peter? Parker? Does he... No, no, Peter Quill. Sorry, Quill. Uh, oh. Am I fucking Quill. up that name yet? No, you got it. You're right. You're right. Yeah, I got it. What happens to his power here? Because if that man can still hold an infinity... Stone, I want him in the lineup. Yeah, I think that matters. I don't think yeah. he can. I think there's some ambiguity about what his situation is with that. Like, I, according I, to Guardians of the Galaxy 2, he's not supposed to be a demigod anymore. He's not supposed to be a celestial. He lost that power when they killed Ego. But I did feel he like lose they're... the power to make the light and make the energy? Yeah. That's the only thing well, that they showed so far. Yeah, he only the has his love for his mom. The light was connected to the planet. The light was in the planet. So when he destroyed the planet, the light went away. Yeah, but yeah. can he still? Because like, it is that related? Yeah, you never know with the MCU. I think I I said that in the Guardians 2 pod. Yeah, it may may come up, so it is possible. I wouldn't be surprised. I'll say that. One question about Spider-Man or Peter Parker. Since they're going to be in space, does he get in contact with an alien symbiote? And does that change anything? Oh, yeah. Because there is... Is that that up to the Venom movie? I I don't know where Tom Hardy fits in at this point, but yeah, it's basically Venom. Yeah, this is so weird because uh, allegedly you hear stuff about uh, about uh, Tom Holland being involved in the future of of, of the Venom films because oh, yeah. it's still a so because Spider Man is still partly a Sony property, so <laughs> they they can conceivably do some type of crossover stuff. But I mean that remains right. to be seen. 
Right. Um, I want to just shout out uh, the Wizard Marnus at Old Roach Toes. Uh, he's the one who gave us the Thanos here, and he brought the Monstars. What is your... I can pause for uh, the name reaction. <laughs> Go ahead. All right, awesome. Um, so, yeah, uh, Thanos is here, and he bought the, brought the Monstars. What's your hashtag MC University 8 hero rotation to win the game? Uh, as we yeah, to keep it to five. So far, I kept it to five, yeah. Yeah, Just same here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so, um, so, so my five are, are yeah. Thor, Thor, yeah. Hawkeye, Iron Man, Hawkeye. Sc- wow. Scarlet Witch, <laughs> and Hulk. Because the thing is, the thing is, I want long range shooters. I want long range shooters. <laughs> I don't want these guys too Sorry, close to Sorry, wait, wait. Long range shooters of arrows against Thanos. Yeah, that yeah. That seems he, like he, a logical sentence. He can shoot a beam from his head. Hey, hey, my man, my man got these uh, souped-up arrows. He, he, he <laughs> getting something from Tony. A war machine. He getting man. something from Tony. No, your man he in from Avengers Tony. flew through glass and was done for the day. He was like, you know what? I got a little cut up. I think I'm good. <laughs> he has a nice summer cottage. I can see that. Yes, he does. Yo, that is a take. Okay. <laughs> I like hot... You know what? I'll give it to him for the long-range comment that that one got me. <laughs> <laughs> that was dope. That was good. Um, sorry, I think I, I don't know if I missed anyone on this answer. I didn't get my full list, but now I'm kind okay. of embarrassed too. Just no, go. Yeah, Someone said Hawkeye. Yeah, I got to own it. Own it. Hey, go ahead. Somebody's got. It's, it's actually not that bad. It's Hulk, Spider-Man, Gamora, Vision, Doctor Strange. Um, you know, Spider-Man's on the list just because I like him too much to take him I, off. I but... almost had him on mine because I like him. That, but yeah, I, I was like, okay, guys. the way I interpreted it is like, it's me and these people. And, you know, I just want to hang out with Spider-Man for a little bit. So he's okay, on my this team. This is why we can't run a team. This is... <laughs> yeah, no matter yeah. how much you love Wade, he's got to come off the bench. Ooh. So, like, <laughs> you got to move. Uh, eat that, Wade. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anthony, you gave us a list, right? Yes, I sure did. Nitz, I think we got one from you too, right? Yeah. Perfect. Okay, so uh, I saved this one for last um, just because I feel like it's my most fun. It's the defensive player of the year. And in this case, it is the one that you are willing to die on the hill for, the one you're willing to defend the most, the one you're willing to stand for despite public opinion. So uh, based on at least previous viewings, I know there might be some takes for Trevor from Iron Man 3. uh, My personal one is oh, uh, Drax <laughs> from Guardians of the Galaxy 1. I know he had a huge fall-off in 2, but I still enjoyed him. I'll still stand for him, Guardians of the Galaxy 1. Um, anyone out there, uh, who do you stand for that probably isn't the most popular opinion? Yeah, Drax for me in, in Guardians 1, 2. Uh, yeah, he was good. He was good in Guardians 1. Awful in 2, but good in 1. And I'll stay. I'll stick by that one. I'm only assuming this is muting herself because she's freaking out and like just disgusted with us. I'm I'm shutting up. I really am. But uh, <laughs> um, I mean, maybe he's not unpopular, but I would go for Iron Man just because I like already stand for a third of his movies pretty hard. Okay. okay. But in terms of like. And I mean, you can say Iron Man three, Iron Man if you like. Iron Man three, Iron Man, but also. <laughs> Wait, what? I mean, what? What? This? What's this about Iron Man three again? I defend, <laughs> shut what are we up. doing? What are we doing? Um, well, tell me if you guys agree or not. I know within our little circle of people, we kind of acknowledge Thor, or not sorry, Thor, sorry, the Hulk as the strongest Avenger. Blah blah blah. But yeah. In terms of like popularity levels within the public, 
perception, I don't think he's there. So yeah, I but would, he's not disliked, though. I think there's a difference. He's not disliked. Yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah. So I don't. Any of the characters I dislike, I wouldn't stand for. I would well, not no, stand. Yeah, but the, the idea is that most people dislike them and you like them. Mm-hmm. How yeah. did you feel about Trevor? Like, Trevor as a Mandarin? Because oh, you never man. actually went off on that take. Like, I know you say you enjoy the movie Iron Man 3, but, like, specifically that element of it. Yeah, not super hot on it. Listen, okay. I like the concept of Iron... I think Iron Man 3 is a good movie, mm-hmm. but I think I stand for it because it's important. <laughs> you can <laughs> hear the little, like... <sighs> when Lisa breaks Ralph's heart. <laughs> oh, man. You well, guys you... can't say shit because you stand for Drax. Thank you. I, this I, is I the point of this category. Nah, I own that. I own that one. I own I'll that one. I'll take it. I don't yeah. know if he's disliked, and I really do hate to do this, but a character I enjoyed a lot and got clowned a lot because of who he is in the movie is I really love Everett Ross in Black Panther. I think he's a real fun character. Um, I, I think know. you can <laughs> choose that as one. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I he, think, was, he was good. Like, obviously, the, the, the joke is, like, he's the, you know the the one white guy and uh but i think that he actually has a very fun arc in that movie and to the point where he makes the decision not to leave even though he know even though shuri tells him that he could di- like that he might die um when mm-hmm. he decides like no i'm gonna finish this i i thought mm-hmm. that, that he was a very interesting character and obviously like he does he doesn't deserve the love that the other characters get but i think that um the fact the way that he was able that he served as our eyes into the story while not being boring i thought was actually really good so yeah okay yeah no, no i think that I, I get where you're going with that that's a fair point too uh any other defensible characters around the panel now Ooh, okay. okay i don't know okay. if it's def- no you go you go will you go go will all right so first i want to ask a question can we all agree <laughs> that in horrible movies there can be bright spots absolutely i've seen a million horrible <laughs> movies and there are bright spots in a lot of them yeah, there are bright spots in all of them, exactly. Mm-hmm. Nits. What's up? <laughs> Ed I don't Norton's like Hulk. Where this is going. Ed Norton's Hulk. No. <laughs> was not bad. The, yeah, movie, this is, the story was this horrible. This is like the, the hardest no for me. <laughs> Wait, I want, let him get his take out. No, no, let, let, let Will go. Ed yeah. Norton, the only thing to stop Ed Norton from being Hulk again was him saying no. Ed Norton was fine throughout the whole movie. He was fine. It's just is the Ruffalo story around it. Huh? Is Ruffalo better though, Will, or no? Well, the thing is, with Ruffalo is better. I'm not. I'm not okay. going to fight okay. that. I'm not going to fight that. But Ed Norton was perfectly fine. You know, people okay. are just looking at the movie and they're like, when they hear Incredible Hulk, they was like, oh, it's horrible. That guy was horrible, but he wasn't. You know, after I watched it the <laughs> second time, I was like, you know uh, what? He was decent, yes. but. But the actual movie was the real abomination. But Nicely I done. mean, <laughs> <laughs> well put. <laughs> See, I, I'm was, not. He was fine to me. I am not gonna get. I'm not gonna get mad at Will, and I will encourage you guys not to, because he was the one who definitely took this category to heart the most. And I appreciate. I him appreciate being it so much. Yes, yes, yes. I appreciate it so much. Will the Will study of the game has been tremendous. If you yes. check his Twitter timeline, it has been awesome to, to <laughs> yes. watch. His live tweets. His live tweets have been great. Um, oh, Will, so do you have I, an updated list? Oh, we'll go into that afterwards. Sorry, McKay, please go ahead. Okay, so I have a similarly impossible to defend character. I, uh, Doctor Strange, uh, I don't I was going to ask him. if anyone had him. Okay. Because I think, I think the, some of the writing is a little bad, 
and his dialect is one of the worst things I've ever heard in my life. But, Mm -hmm. like, as I think the acting in general is pretty strong, and the Dormammu scene is, like, one of the most clever scenes I've ever seen in a comic book movie. It's so, so, like, happy when I watch it. I'm just happy. And, like, Mm -hmm. Benedict Cumberbatch's Doctor Strange is really what brings that scene together. And I think, like, I don't think they needed all the dicketry of the beginning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, they could have cut a lot of that. But I don't think it's as bad as a lot of people say. Um, It's a good movie. I actually, and even watching it the second time, I really like the movie just to, like, yeah. co-sign. Okay. I think it was it's more so not. about... It's what you said. Like, he went from... It, it, it was just too much development in one movie for a character like, that is too important. Okay. And it's definitely yeah. not the second worst movie of all time. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, McKay, to your point about the Dormammu scene, he need it works at least. It makes it defensible how unlikable he makes himself at the beginning, so the end works because, yeah. like I say it on the pod as well, but it, because he's so unlikable and he's so obnoxious, it actually gets under Dormammu's skin which I think mm-hmm. works for the character that way. And uh, after listening to that and thinking about it again, it is really interesting to have a hero that isn't really an anti-hero as much as he's just a really unlikable guy, but is on the side of good. It's, yeah, I, I'm yeah. curious how that goes or where that goes. Hold, hold on, guys. Hold on, yeah. guys. We, we have a new person in the building. We have Mariano Bivens. He is Mariano. the dude. He is the Durag King on the run eating the wisecracking wonder time <laughs> to match. What's going on, sir? What's going on, Jesus? What's good? <laughs> What's up, Mariano? What's, What's up, man? So uh catch you KP? up here. No. <laughs> 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 nice. <laughs> um so catching you up, uh, we're actually going through our NBA slash MCU awards. We're actually at the very last one right here. But uh, did you actually get a chance to look at it in our chat to see, like, any one, any takes that you had wanted to get off? Nah, I didn't, man. Let me, let me see. I actually did not. It, it's so pretty what far awards, back. What awards just like, it's pretty far back. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll just go through, like, some of the basic ones because I don't really want to okay. uh, go All right. every single one. Uh, Jake, like, can you take us through? Yeah, yeah who's, your, who's your MVP? Who's, your, who's the best character in the MCU? Mmm, god damn it. Uh, best <laughs> character in the entire MCU? Hmm. I'm going to go with Shuri. Nice. My MVP. So that would also be your okay. sixth man, too, because your, uh, your favorite non-superhero character then would also be Shuri, I assume. Um. Well, I don't know about that, because I think Valkyrie was my pick for... Okay. Out of the Ragnarok movie, I think that was my favorite, so I, I would say overall, yeah, probably Valkyrie. Um, what, uh, what's your favorite battle, the game of the year? Mm, favorite battle. Probably, uh, <clears throat> probably Cap versus Iron Man. That's Coach a dope Hulk. battle. I think Captain, yeah. <clears throat> Cap versus Iron Man was really good because there was points where I thought both of them was gonna like flat out lose, and that shit just like it was. It was just I just remember it being really intense. So as mm-hmm. soon as you asked me that question, that's the first thing that popped up into my mind. Like it was a, yeah. that that shit was intense. And then the last yeah. one I'll ask: What's your favorite Stanley cameo? Favorite Stanley cameo, probably in Guardians. Okay. Probably in Guardians because it because I felt like that one was like maybe the least intrusive that I can remember because it was just like when he, when they revealed it I wasn't mad at it like you know what I'm saying which like, Guardians saw, are you talking about though I think oh, the first the first one. the first one where he's like yeah okay he's yeah, talking yeah, to the so, girl exactly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. all right. Okay, well, like, right now, we're actually at our last one. It's the Defensive Player of the Year. So, 
It is the character that probably isn't the most popular, but the one that you're willing to stand for. So do you have any character like that <laughs> in the MCU? Oh, man, I got to think about it. Yo, come back to me. I got to think about it. That's a good we, one. We actually <laughs> all went already. That's why. Oh, y'all did? Oh, shit. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, okay. It's okay. okay. So it's all good. Okay. No, we'll see. hold it for you, if anything. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I'll, I'll just I'll just tell you that when I, when I think of it. I'll just I'll just tell you my answer when I think of it. Sounds good. Okay. Throw, any um, more questions? Yeah, I'll, I'm actually just pulling that up right now. One second, please. Uh, yeah. I'll just oh, can I just make like a comment I've been wanting to say? Go. Sure. Yeah, go sure. ahead. Okay, so you know, I was I was just really thinking about that Civil War thing with Hawkeye. Like, there's not a really good reason he's on Cap's team. And the more mm. I thought about it, I think the reason is because of Quicksilver's death. Like, I think he thinks he owes Scarlet Witch something, and Scarlet Witch needs to get out of the, like, Avengers compound. I like that too. So maybe I, that's yeah. why. I agree with that, but I think as you probably were gonna say, I would like to have seen that in the movie. Yeah, no, I 100% agree. Like, it should have been in the movie, but I was thinking about it, and I'm like, I guess there is a built, like, an in-universe explanation for it, but it's not in the movie, so it just feels like, what is he doing here? Mm -hmm. Well, what is he doing here is kind of the main theme for Hawkeye. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) You can ask that about any movie. The Hawkeye story, yes. Except apparently Um, Will's team. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do do we want uh, Mariano's uh, starting He's the glue guy. Uh, sure, if, Mar- if he has one. Yeah, so Mariano, we had a, uh, what's your all-MCU five? It's the five that you're going to bring up against Thanos in Infinity War. Oh, shit, man. I'm not bringing, listen, first of all, I'm not bringing anybody against Thanos. I wouldn't do that to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just wouldn't want to do that to them. But, hmm, damn, I guess, uh, damn, if I, if I, if I got to pick five, man, damn. I, this is tough. I don't want to do this to them. I really don't. We can give you some time for that if you need. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. Give me some time for that. Okay, real quick, so we man. do Let's have one more it. question uh, okay. from uh, Khalil Ward at Six Three Two Three. Shouts to Khalil. Uh, it's actually the, like we basically covered every other one um, on that list. But what interaction are you looking forward to most in Avengers: Infinity War? Oh, this one is easy for me. Um, Star Lord and, and Tony Stark. That's gonna okay. be so much fun. Um, mm-hmm. I can't. I can't wait to see them interact. Um, you got you got the original asshole and the new asshole. <laughs> it's, it's, it's gonna be so dope. I can't nice. I can't wait, man. Um, uh, I I uh, actually would go with Shuri and Tony Stark, just because I yep. imagine there's gonna be a bit mm-hmm. where Shuri's yep. just like walking around impressing him, and he keeps trying to like correct her, and she's like, "No, actually, this I already I can already like predict the scene in my head, yeah. and and I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean that in a, I need it. That's actually a great. Yeah. I kept I kept wishing that Tony was in um Black Panther. When she was walking around showing off all the technology, I just kept right, wishing right. he was there so she could just smoke him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, anyone else around the board? Yeah, Cap and Cap and Iron Man, you guys. Oh, right, right. That's true. Yeah, first time that they're going to be seeing each other since Tony basically got everyone up in that jail and the Cap fight in Civil War. Yeah, that was so personal. That's a good point. Yeah, I'm stoked to see what that dynamic looks like and, you know, kind of who dies, where we end up. Uh, I got Rocky, Rocket Raccoon and Bucky Barnes because I want to see how he convinces <laughs> him to use his appendage. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's oh, my pick shit. right there. That's, that's a great one. I want to see Thanos and Cap, man. For some reason, that, I just want to like see that. Like, yeah, I, I want to see it because... 
like I like Cap, but I do. I think like I, I just think Cap's an asshole. Maybe that's just me. Like I just, I, he's just he is kind though. of an he asshole. Is, he is a he little is bit, an yeah. asshole. And yeah. so, and so, just even from the trailer I saw, when Thanos kind of smirked at him, like, wait a minute, you serious right now? Like I want to <laughs> yeah, see, yeah, 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 yeah. I really just want to see the rest of that. I really do. Um, um, I wouldn't mind seeing Spider Man react to the Hulk. Oh, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, that would be dope. That'd be kind of funny. Um, like Spider Man reacting to anyone throughout is going to be pretty funny to mm-hmm. me, I think. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping. Are, are mm-hmm. we getting teenage group? Are we getting teenage group or? Oh, group yeah. yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's teenage. It's teenage. Yeah. All right, all right. If, if if we were getting full grown Groot and Hulk, then I'd be good on that. But yeah. if we're getting teenage Groot, uh... mm. I, I I would. It'd be interesting to see like Spidey like web sling off of Groot maybe that'd be an mm. like just branches that way <laughs> that'd be a cool look um McKay do you have any um nothing none that you guys haven't really said I'm just so I'm so happy and excited for all of the interactions you know right it's just gonna be right. so great like something I noticed in the trailer I don't know if it was purposeful or not but there's this great moment where Hulk Doctor Strange I think Wong and um Iron Man are all in the New York, Sanctum. like yeah, yeah. Sanctum, yeah. and then they see something and they all walk out. But Iron Man, like the only one who doesn't have any powers, is like in the front and walks out first. And like, nice. just to yeah. see like in such a small moment all the character development of Tony Stark, I'm just like, I just just take me where you where you're gonna take me on this ride, you know? Like, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. Just let me sit back and enjoy it. <laughs> so, so I think I, I think I thought it was starting five, and I feel like okay. I want to see this starting five only because I think it'll be. I want to say the most fun, but it'd be weird, and I think you need some weird shit to kind of have a chance against Thanos. So, mm-hmm. um, right. Scarlet Witch, Thor, okay. Okay. the Hulk, um, Spider Man, and Doctor Strange. Okay. Yeah, Are that was one off of mine. You with Spider Man in the lineup, though. Well, you said what? Are you actually trying to get the W with Spider Man? Well, no. See, I'm see. A part of that is just like entertainment. Like I kind of just want to see. Some, like it's gonna take. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. You know what it's like. You know what it's like. It's like when people, um, when LeBron was playing against the Pistons, and it was like Booby Gibson, and it's like, oh shit, Booby Gibson. Like that's like Spider Man could be like Booby. He could be like oh seven Booby Gibson. <laughs> that's a great so comparison. That's why I feel, yeah, I feel like I feel like Peter that's, Booby that's Parker. It, yeah, like because I think Thanos would even look at it like, wait a minute, are y'all serious? And then like he fuck him up, and it's like, oh. Oh, wait a minute. Like, I can't believe Booby Gibson did that. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. All right. Awesome. Um, I, I well, that covers all the categories. Mariano, did you come up with a defensive player of the year at all? At all or? Yeah. Um. Well, because because I know that he's not the most popular, but I think he has like maybe one of my favorite storylines and one of my favorite movies was uh, Thor: Dark World, Loki. I don't think nobody. I don't think anybody likes Loki other than like me. I, like I, I don't know. I, I feel like I just no. I like Loki. Like, I'm a Loki okay. guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I like Loki up until Ragnarok. Wait, you like the? I, I thought I he Ragnarok. was good in Ragnarok. Hey, I thought he was good in Ragnarok. Wait, wait, wait. So, so, uh, so, 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 do you enjoy? Floppy. So, do you enjoy Loki? You enjoy Loki being like anti-Thor, just like not fucking with Thor at all. Yeah, just like pick a side. Okay. Anti-Thor. I know that he's got okay. the like, internal struggle, but Ragnarok, he <laughs> went through like five different internal struggles. Nah, I make that makes sense. It, it just was, um, yeah, yeah. Nah, that, that makes <laughs> sense. I, I can respect that. I can, I tend to look at uh, Loki's decisions throughout Ragnarok as all just being opportunistic choices. Mm-hmm. Like he always yeah. just chooses a thing that benefits him in that particular moment, and I think that's yeah. what's going to catch up with him. Not I mean, that's his, that's his goodness in character time. trait, right? And I don't think at any point, like even to now, he has really any good feeling about him. 
he's just choosing, like right now he has the Tesseract, I'm assuming, and we've all kind of talked about it at the top. He's just going to deliver it over because it's the best move, what he thinks for him. It's going to catch up with him. I think that's mm-hmm. all it is. It's not because he's going to have some redeemable, like I'm doing the right thing. Um, although it might happen, like he has second uh, guesses at the very end of that, that yeah. becomes too late. But yeah, I, I think uh, to defend anything that Loki is doing in Ragnarok, it's like he's not flipping over as much as he's just constantly choosing whatever <laughs> he thinks works best for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's fair. It's yeah, and man, that's gonna be that's gonna be. I'm telling you for a fact, this is this is not a spoiler. This is gonna happen. Like what you call it. It, 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 we all know this is gonna happen. He's gonna die, man. He going. He's going to die, and it's mm-hmm. going to be ridiculous. And it's gonna set then, off a whole chain of events in this film. And then in five years, we're all gonna forget who Tom Hiddleston was. Um, oh, I, don't, okay. I mean, I, I mean, <laughs> he's fine. He kind of seems like a little bit of a douche, but right. I'm serious. They'll rewatch his, watch his Golden Globes acceptance speech, and tell me he's not a douche. <laughs> noted du- du- duly noted can I also recommend an yeah, interview I watched a few nights ago which is unbelievable there's an interview Taika, uh, Taika Waititi did an interview for uh, AOL Build I think it was in like for Thor Ragnarok that's like a half hour long and I mean this when I say this I watch every celebrity interview ever it's the funniest yep. interview I've ever watched with a person uh, he's just <laughs> Taika Waititi is the fu- probably the funniest man alive so yeah, just that explains if, the Korg love. I mean, yeah, because Korg is fucking awesome. Korg is yeah, awesome. Oh, I, I, I'm, I didn't like attack this take the two other times you did it. Oh no! Oh no! I do not like Korg. <laughs> is that shocking to anyone? <laughs> What's your defense? <laughs> <laughs> Defensive player of the year. Cool. <laughs> oh, in that case, yeah, that case, he's definitely my defensive player of the year. Then, yeah. oh, man, we could Jake, we could turn defensive player of the year into who did you have to defend the most against Nitz? I mean, Korg was pretty funny though. Korg was pretty yeah. funny. Yeah. Just off the line when he was like, you know, I made a rock, as you can see. Like, like obviously, mm. man, like that's just funny. It's just the, the, let me. I mean, I'm not gonna go into too much, but I think just like if the distillation of what I find funny is. I find earnestness so so funny, and just yeah. how nice yep. he's just so earnest with everything he says, and all of his lines make me laugh out loud. Like every. How did you feel about uh, earnestness goes to camp? I just want to note Nitz did laugh at a pun just now. I'm pretty sure he sure did. <laughs> did not laugh. You can run that back. I'm fine. All right. Well, uh, that covers the NBA awards. Thank you, everyone, for participating in that part of it. Uh, Anthony, take it away. What do you got next? Um, do we have any more? Do we have any more questions? Is there any more questions that we need to get to? Because I want to get honestly for all the questions that we received, we basically covered already indirectly yeah. through the uh, podcast. Yeah, I'm looking at them now too. It's actually yeah. been like two hours, so yeah, I think we should like wrap off with some final thoughts. It's okay. okay. It's a Friday. <laughs> all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Basically. Um. All right. So this this over like overall this journey that uh first starting with me, Jake, and Jerome watching mm-hmm. all these movies, and of course everybody who's on this call and everybody who's been a guest, everybody who's listened. Um, this has tweeted at us, replied. Yeah, everybody like, who's tweeted yeah. at us, all the replies, and 
um, all of the thoughts, the ratings, views, and stuff like that. First of all, to the fans, I want to say uh, appreciate everybody who's been listening. Um, Thank you. It's been a big, big uh, passion project uh, that I got to shout out Jake on because um, originally I just wanted to do an Infinity War pod at some point, and he was just like, why don't we just do the whole thing? And I was already rewatching the movies anyway, so um, just like a little backstory as to why this came together. So it was pretty dope that um, he came up with the idea, and then uh, Jerome signed off, and the three of us came together. And it's why cool did to... you guys choose me? Because <laughs> you were interested in it too. I don't even remember. I remember that you yeah. originally like weren't that. I was talking to Anthony about it, and he's like, "I'm gonna try to get Jerome on board," and you you weren't originally, and we're like, no, and we had to like, get you on board. Uh, but right, yeah, right. it was when we were talking about it in the solid game. You just were like, you had. Thoughts. I think I always, I think I always like just dropped like random lines about Marvel. So I was like the yeah. next person to show enthusiasm. But yeah, no, you seemed not, not you, yeah, you seemed was, excited yeah. about it. No, so. and I, I, I was, and I have been for sure. I was. Just, people ask me like, how did you get on this pod? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. All the yeah, people, that's but... a good question. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The oral history is gonna have some gaps, but also right, he has like right. a top three, like a top three Twitter name. Yo, that name is fucking. Great. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. <laughs> but yeah, man. So like we, w- like we, all of us have been through this, and then of course we brought along Nits and Avengers and. She has been tremendous as a guest. She's an honorary member of the team. Um, she, what you call it? Besides that, Iron Man three stuff. I tell you, man, I it's great. He's gonna drop it. He said something nicer. He's gonna talk about Iron Man three. Of That's course, true. I'm good. Come on, it's it's it's, it's 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 not a bit, but it's a bit. But nonetheless, nothing goes it, over his head. Yeah, not at all. Nits, but, are but too what good. you call it? You know that it's all it's all love at the end of the day, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to thank you for continuing to join us and um, share your your taste because all of this is passion, man. And same with uh, Mariano for Black Panther and uh, and Thor Ragnarok. Appreciate you, man. What you call it? As always, you are one of the homies. As always, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you call it? Uh, McKay, our our guardians uh, expert. Uh, what you call it? You've been in with us a couple of times, man. It's been even really... through the after credits. Yeah, even through the after credits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man so appreciate you too will brown with one of the best line reads ever in an episode in, in ant-man no, best it's not even... oh yeah oh, oh yeah best. that's true it's not yeah that's true not even it's just tremendous uh you reading uh uh hank pym dialogue it's just so many different types of moments so man it's just you think about it we're finally here it's and i think i think i've been waiting for this damn movie for six years Ever since we see Thanos at the end of Avengers, this is what the end game is. And just waiting for every little nugget, every little mid-credit and end-credit scene, every little interaction. Now we are finally fucking here. So, one more thing to say, but I'm going to say it at the end of the show. So, if you guys have any final thoughts about Infinity War, say them now. Because when I go off at the end, I'm going to go off. (laughs) <laughs> I'm excited. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Uh, just really thank you, everyone who's been involved. And definitely, like, big ups to Anthony and Jake for bringing me onto this. Uh, I've always been a fan, actually. Like, I, I would definitely want to be on this. It's just the fact that you guys brought me on. I could not appreciate it enough. You've been great, man. Yep. 
It also is it is worth noting that while Anthony and I did exchange like three or four words at the TBF live show in New York, for all intents and purposes, we don't know each other, the three of us. That's, that's yeah, yeah we, we really don't. Yeah. That's what's amazing. Yeah, yeah we had never really spoken at all. <laughs> yeah, that was the first time we really ever talked to each other, so. Yeah. Hmm. All right, so, I, yeah. so right now. So, so right now, right now, I'm gonna get off my uh, my new top five ladies of the MCU. <laughs> oh, go go get them, bro! <laughs> All right, so five, I got Hella. Um, four, I got Pepper. I still think Pepper might do something with that uh, with that little power that she got. I think it's know, gone and, now. Though. Is it gone now? Yeah, it's yeah, gone. It's supposed either to. Way, be, yeah. Hey, either way, she's still bad. All right, three, <laughs> three, I got Valkyrie. Mm. Yeah, mm. solid. Mm-hmm. All right, number two, I got number two, I got Gamora. We know number one. Number we know, one. Number, we know one. number one. We know number one. We already know number one. Go ahead. Yeah. But say it. Well, well, number one is the blonde widow. Oh, I, I, oh, I still, wait, you I still don't know it? how I feel about that. I thought no, I thought Peggy number Carter. one always was Peggy Carter. No, Peggy no, Carter got knocked off this. Yeah, Miss Peggy Carter is in the Hall of Fame now. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Miss <laughs> Peggy Carter. She's she in the Hall of Fame. So, so she's not on the list. She already up there. She, she's already at the top of the pedestal. They're, they're we, fighting. We moved ahead a few seasons, clearly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Mariano, you have any final thoughts on Infinity War or anything, or anything revolving this in general? Yeah, I'm just... I'm wild, excited about it. Like I'm anxious to see who Thanos is gonna kill. Like I told you, I told y'all last time, I haven't been as excited to see a villain since you know the Joker in uh, Dark Knight. So I'm just ready. Like I'm ready for complete chaos when this movie comes out. Mm-hmm. Like 100. Dope, McKay. Yeah, I'm. I'm just. I'm just excited. Uh, excited to see this movie with Jake. Excited to listen to the pod. It's been a quite the journey listening to this pod with you. Thanks for having me on, guys. No, appreciate you, sir. And Nitz, what you got? <laughs> um, I mean, obviously, thanks for bringing me on. This has been so much fun. Um, MCU means a lot to me in a weird way. So this has just been dope to get to talk about it with all y'all. Um, what I'm most excited about for Infinity War and like the future of Marvel is really just that. We have 10 years under our belt, a bunch of characters I fell in love with. I'm just I want to see, I really am putting my trust in Marvel. I think they're going to keep this going for another decade with more phases. I just want to see how that transition goes. And I think Infinity War is the start of that. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I can't wait. Uh, I've been thinking about this for so long, man. Just, we're, for, we're literally right here. It's almost time. So, in, in honor of this show, I wrote some poetry for the show. Because it just had to be done. And Mm -hmm. had to do it justice. So it goes a little something like this. MC University, the show for ages. We've turned 18 pages. The debate still rages. Iron Man 3 was trash or great? I'm calling it trash. This wasn't a debate. It's been Jake, Jerome, and I on the grind with nothing but MCU movies on the mind from our first pod where we set the bar to our 18th pod. We this far? For Nitz, an honorary teammate, our very first guest. My rival for Iron Man 3, safe to say she's the best. For Mariano and Zach, the Black Panther guests, they brought us their greatness and nothing less. For Malik Marshall, who had solid points on Iron Man 3, at this point, he made it hard not to agree. For Sean Rosales, we did a doubleheader. Weird rankings aside, I couldn't ask for better. For McKay Giller, we ran through the galaxy. 
Besides the extra credit scenes, he got the reality. For Black Trey, who helped us on Civil War, the pod could only do one thing, and that's sore. Evan Scrimshaw has the Doctor Strange hot takes. One thing's for sure, the takes weren't fake. For Lindsay E., the Southern charm and awesomeness stunning, a hell of a performance on Spider-Man Homecoming. We close with Thor Ragnarok with Jerome and KP. It's not a bit, I swear. This pod was great to a T. Mariano came back and just showed us why he's great. Another honorary member, no way you can hate. Quick shout out to the fans who made this pod stand. The tweets have been tremendous. The support has been stupendous. So whether Jake wondered about Vision's anatomy, this journey has been amazing, full guarantee. Whether Jerome cameoed in the episode of Hulk, this pod's greatness is in full bulk. Whether we clown Stan Lee, as far as I can see, it's about the university, where it's nothing as it appears to be. Rankings be damned. MCU's the best in the land. The end is near, and I hope they remember you. Infinity War is next, and we're here to stay true. That's awesome, man. Hey. That is beautiful. Thanks, guys. Yeah, Good man. Shit, man. Good buy shit. selfish the poetry book. Yes, yeah, buy selfish you. the poetry book. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Check out selfish the poetry book. And so, as uh, we want to thank Sean Rosales, uh, Jimmer, for joining us early. At, uh, Jimmer Jimson Jr. and ESPN underscore Sean, respectively. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, Mariano, where can we follow you, brother? Oh, at Mariano on Twitter, two N's, two O's. Like I tell your aunt, she asked me for money. <laughs> <laughs> McKay, McKay, where can we follow you, sir? You can follow me at Apollo2Aries on Twitter and uh, McKay Giller on itch.io if you want to play some of my games. Let's play some games, man. Uh, Will Brown, where can we follow you, sir? Uh, I'm at Blunt because I care. Three six five on Twitter. The three is an E. Excellent. Nits, where can we follow you? Uh, at Nits Bloob, not Meets Bloob, so it's N I T. All right. So Jake, where can we follow you, sir? Uh, you can follow me at the J Christie. Listen to the other podcast I do, Sorted History. Uh, check anything out. Rate, review, subscribe to this pod. Yada yada yada. Jake is incredible, man. Jake's fantastic. Jake is amazing. Super producer. Thank you, sir. It's honestly my pleasure. This is these are so much fun to edit. Um, (laughs) I mean, really, what I do is I just listen to them uh, (laughs) while I'm like reading Twitter, and then if someone swears, I pause it, put in the bleep. If someone mentions a line, well, beforehand I try to remember all the lines that were said in it, and then download them beforehand Mm -hmm. so I can just place them in. So it's really not that difficult, but I love doing it. And finally, Jerome Chang, where can we follow you, brother? Top three Twitter name at Black Dragon Roll. <laughs> and, <laughs> and also on Instagram, you could check out his stories where he's moonwalking like Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm Anthony Canton the third, AC Spotlight 95. Obviously, rate and review this podcast. Uh, AC Spotlight, also the podcast. And man, Selfish the Poetry Book. And man, we finally did it, guys. We finally fucking did it. Infinity the next time War we talk, is... we probably will have watched it. Oh, yeah. the ne- yeah, the next time we talk, and uh, I'm sure we'll have a couple of these esteemed guests uh, back with us for Infinity War. Looking forward to doing that in the future. For And for me, this has been the Marvel Cinematic University podcast. We will talk to you soon. Have a good day. Thank you very much. <laughs>